This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. This podcast contains mature content, explicit language, suggestive situations, and partial to full frontal nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Don't let your kids listen to this. I came across July 4th of the weekend, a real life cuck situation. What first started as a joke, I'm like, oh shit, this is an actual cuckold situation. Mm -hmm. I'm at the pool at the W in Scottsdale and I look up on the balcony, one of the balconies, there's a woman with, when I say zero cheeks, man, I mean like. Not a necessary detail. It isn't it because that's why I noticed her. I was like, she's wearing this like string bikini, but zero cheeks. Mace, why is this a necessary detail on a cuck situation? I'm looking and I'm seeing there's a dude sitting down in a chair and then there's another dude standing on the balcony and I'm like, is this a woman of the night? What's happening here? I don't know what's going on, right? Misogyny. I'm just saying, like, it's just a weird situation for her to be dressed like that and these two dudes just kind of sitting there, right? Just because I'm dressed this way. A little bit later, they make their way down to the pool. The woman has a tiara that says 3030 on it. So I guess it's her 30th birthday. Detective El Hassan. She's got a wedding ring on. The most thorough notes. The white guy has a wedding ring on. Uh-huh. The black guy does not have a wedding ring on, but she is straddling this dude, making out with the dude, all while the white dude is watching very creepily from not that far off in the distance. And how are you watching? Well, I'm just chilling. Very creepily? I'm watching it all play out. I'm looking here, I'm looking there, I'm looking here, I'm looking there, and I'm like, uh-huh. is this a real-life cuck O'Leary happening right here? From you or the white guy? I'm the white guy. I'm not cucking. Because it kind of sounds like both. No, no, no. No, Zach, he was cucking the cuck. Cuck squared. Cuckception. Amin doesn't get off on two people hooking up. He gets off on someone watching two people hook it up. Human cuckapede. <laughs> Your picks have been horrible, man. It's the point. It's the point of the show. Isn't, Isn't it? Isn't it? it? It's Isn't possible. It? I don't understand what this podcast is about. Poppycock. It's a fuckhouse. On a weekly basis, we are consuming more concentrated bad movies than probably anybody in the history of mankind. Poppycock. What story? What story? What are you talking about? Do you want lunch? I have yet to laugh in this movie. I'll just tell you that. You picked it, motherfucker. (laughs) Just remember that. 
what the problem with Hollywood is. They make shit. Unbelievable, unremarkable shit. So I was legitimately offended. You were I offended? Was a, I was offended. I didn't know you could get offended. I was offended. This did it. If I were gay, I wouldn't be offended. They're fucking making shit up, I mean. Inconsequential detail after inconsequential yeah. detail after inconsequential detail. Please don't lie. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm there holding a mic in my hands and now I'm talking yeah, all over. <laughs> Cinephobe, the podcast. We break down the movies you're afraid to admit you love. I'm Zach Harper. That's Amin El Hassan. That's Anthony Mays. Give us some damn reviews. I swear to God, Mays, if this number is lower than last time, I am going to go to an Apple store and burn it down. How does this work? People, you need to leave us a review. Make sure you're checking out the CT5 on the feed. And in your review, leave a CT5 suggestion, a CT5 list. Anything you want, just make it five stars and don't take it away. 6,302. So we've crossed. Fucking finally. 6,300 there. But we had done that before, hadn't we? Had we? Hadn't we? Welcome to Cinephobes. And I sent you guys this review in the chat. I posted this review on the Instagram page, which is at Pod. Go follow if you haven't already, because I really, really think it's one of the best ones that we've ever gotten unforgivable from mad's dad underscore bk so when y'all said bbm that's the bye-bye man for those of you that are thinking something else what else could it mean was on tubi i said i will check it out like Barry messenger then i watched 90 minutes of interracial cucking just like a mean did at the pool and y'all changed the timeline and give me a re-listen tin of the goods file but back to bye-bye. This was horrible. I mean, you have my five horsemen, which is getting run over, and that super bingo of a daughter or niece. Oh. But a black man named John Henry absolutely destroying a white woman makes this a super file. Goodness. Five exclamation points. Yeah. That's what Amin was watching at the pool. Black man destroying a white woman, yeah. Not just at the pool. Oh. Make sure you sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash count the dings. You get access to all of our rewatchington live events. You get access to the old ones, Teen Witch, Never Back Down, Johnny Be Good, all of them. Oh man, Johnny Be Good. And of course, you get in that Discord channel and you get ad-free episodes. Oh, That's right. And sometimes you might get those ad-free episodes a little early. Yeah, you might get them a night early. You never know. You never know when it's going to show up. Oh, how about that? Patreon.com slash count the dicks. If you have a submission, submit it. Reminder needs to be 40% or lower on the Rotten Tomatoes audience or critic score. Fire up that daisy chain music maze. We have the deepest, hottest Daisy chain we've ever had. Isn't it always the deepest? Chain, 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 chain. Liam Neeson month led us to Blacklight. It didn't. Aiden Quinn took us to Practical Magic. Sandy Bullock to Speed Two Cruise Control. Tamura Morrison got us horny for barbed wire. Clint Howard hydrated us with the Water Boy. Brett Rice, we all know him, got a flood with him. 
Lawrence Fishburne took us to the Ice Road and then again to Event Horizon in a back-to-back. Jack Noseworthy gave us Encino Man. Jeffrey Anderson Gunter took us to Don't Be a Menace. We had Tracy Sherelle Jones, Jones bringing us to Bringing Down the House. Eugene Levy sent us on a journey with Almost Heroes. Christopher Guest linked us to the invention of lying. Jonah Hill went back to back. Problematic now. Find out. With Accepted and then Grandma's Boy. These are our boundaries is that the max you can do is go back to back. Rob Schneider. You don't mess with the Zoan. Emmanuel Shrieky. Waiting. Dane Cook. Simon Says. Ricky Harris. Hard Rain. Something called Michael Monks fucked us to death with Street Kings. Chris Evans, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Doug Jones went back to back by saying hello to the Bye Bye Man and then (laughs) gave us Men in Black 2. Kevin Grevio smuggled us into the Congo. And now Amin is using Joe Don Baker to bring us the 2005 comedy Dukes of Hazard. Maze, I'm looking at the spreadsheet. What is up with the names that are shaded orange for Brett Rice and Michael Monks? What does that mean? There's a position that's the least known person. Ah, there you go. So I'm just marking that it was Brett Rice and then now it's Michael Monks. And we'll see if there's another person down the line that's even less known. Do you have comedy? What'd you have? Action comedy road. Road? <laughs> I don't know where the road came from, man. What do you mean road? <laughs> They're on the road a lot, I guess. Like a street? That sounds like a street name. Action comedy road. Action comedy road. I feel like it's supposed to be like other Burt Reynolds movies uh. that we'll talk about when we get to him. Mm. Maybe those are what they think of a road movie. Got it. Dukes of Hazard stars Johnny Knoxville, Sean William Scott, and Jessica Simpson. Johnny is a repeat offender for movie 43 and Men in Black 2. I wish I knew how to quit you. Walking Tall and A Dirty Shame in 2004. This movie, oh, The Ringer, <laughs> and Lords of Dogtown in 2005, and then Jackass the Game in 2007, and also Jackass the Show Ran from 2000 to 2007. Sounds like you want me to pick the ringer. I'm so worried about that being picked. Let me tell you. Sean Bill Scott, repeat offender for Dude, Where's My Car? Movie 43 and Cop Out. I wish I knew how to quit you. He had Old School, Bulletproof Monk, American Wedding, and The Rundown in 2003. This movie in 2005. And Ice Age 2, The Meltdown in 2006. Jessica had the show newlyweds from 2003 to 2005 <laughs> clip chicken of the sea man is this chicken what i have or is this fish i know it's tuna but it, it says chicken by the sea <laughs> that's stupid what don't make fun of me right now i'm not in the mood you act like you've never had tuna before I've had tuna fish, like, sandwiches and stuff like this. Maybe you and I have eaten tuna like this before. Why is it called chicken by the sea or in the sea? Chicken of the sea is the brand. Oh. Because no, a lot of people eat tuna. It's like a lot of people eat chicken. So it's like the chicken of the sea. Okay. I understand now. I was, I read it wrong. Oh, what a show. What a time. This movie in 2005 and then Employee of the Month in 2006. Also has the love guru on her resume. So we'll mm-hmm. do the whole Jessica Simpson suite at some point. No. Oh. Burt Reynolds from Smoking the Bandit, Cannonball Run, Boogie Nights, and Repeat Offender for Driven. We haven't done Driven, not Cannon. 
as I texted you guys, legitimately an untapped oil reserve of cinephobe content. Oh, there's so much there. Just a couple that I sent you. Gator, which sounds like what they stole the name from for the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> Heat, not that one. The man who loved women. The man who what? The man who loved women. Oh, it's about me. Nope. Semi-tough, a football player. Who lives in a threes company apartment with Chris Christopherson. Carl Weathers is in that movie. Oh, no way. Okay. We are still doing months. Burt Reynolds month would be an experience. It sounds like you want me to pick a Burt Reynolds month. <laughs> David Keckner, repeat offender from waiting. Drillbit Taylor, semi-pro, and the goods. I wish I knew how to quit you. That's a resume, man. I feel like he's been in more cinephobe movies than that. Repeat offender MC Ganey from Beer Fest, Club Dread, The Fan, and Soul Plane. I wish I knew how to quit you. Michael Weston from Garden State. Coyote Ugly, Six Feet Under Scrubs, Gamer, and Speed Kills. Repeat offender Willie Nelson from Beer Fest and Half Baked. I wish I knew how to quit you. Repeat offender Linda Carter from Super Troopers. She's also Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Our Daisy Chain Link, Joe Don Baker. Repeat offender for Congo. I wish I knew how to quit you. David Leach from the Yup Yup Man and Bullet Train. <laughs> One of the co-directors of the original John Wick with Chad Sahelski and then they broke up. He's a stuntman. Repeat offender artist W. Robinson from Beer Fest. Lara Grice, repeat offender from Green Lantern. Jillian Batherson, repeat offender from Green Lantern. Charlie Finn, repeat offender from Super Troopers. Thomas Elliott, repeat offender for The Watch. Dan Montgomery Jr., repeat offender for Club Dread. Richie Montgomery, repeat offender for Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and Green Lantern. And Clay Chamberlain, repeat offender for Waiting and Green Lantern. I wish I knew how to quit you. Also, James Roday from Psych. Barry Corbin from Northern Exposure, and he played Coach Whitey Durham on One Tree Hill. Dukes of Hazard, directed by Jay Chandra Sakar. Repeat offender for Beer Fest. And what was that? Chandra Sakar. You sound like Lou Dobbs. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Chandra. Huh? Guadalajara. <laughs> Repeat offender for Beer Fest, Slam and Sam, and Super Troopers and Club Dread. He also directed a lot of TV and Super Troopers too. The whole gang's in this. They're all five timers now. Kevin Heffernan, Steve Lemmy, Paul Soder, and Eric Stolhansky. I wish I knew how to quit you. This is a smuggle of a broken lizard movie here. Mm -hmm. Very poor. Smuggle. It's smuggled by yelling, I have drugs, as it walked through TSA. <laughs> Three credits on this one for writing. John O'Brien, story and screenplay, wrote Cradle to the Grave and the Starsky and Hutch movie. Jonathan L. Davis, story credit, wrote It Has Begun, Banana Apocalypse. Which has come up on this yes. show before because Jessica Alba shows up in it, even though it's a five minute short. And Guy Waldron, but Guy is spelled G Y. G Waldron? I don't know. That's characters credit for Smoke Jumpers and the original TV show. So a guy who's written nothing. Uh-huh. A guy who this was his last movie. And a guy literally named Guy. Gee. What a team. The real Guy Centipede. Now, when you say Centipede. Guy Symphony. <laughs> <laughs> a symphony of guys. <laughs> I just saw Vince Vaughn's face in my head. <laughs> Vince Vaughn giving the visual cue for, oh, oh. <laughs> synopsis for Dukes of Hazard. Cousins Bo, Luke, and Daisy Duke and their uncle Jesse egg on the authorities of Hazard County, Boss Hog, and Sheriff Coltrane. Isn't it pretty amazing that none of them are actual siblings and slash or sons or daughters of Jesse? Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask. So Jesse isn't any of their parents. I think it's like an Uncle Jesse, Uncle Joey situation. Maybe an Uncle Joey situation for Full House. Not a real uncle. Oh. Oh, I think it's a real uncle for sure. Really? He's Jesse Duke, yeah. We just don't know where any of their parents are. Or siblings for that matter, if any. Probably jail. 
I mean, this is a real crime syndicate, if we're being honest. No, it's a road syndicate. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Tagline, meet the Dukes. One family having so much fun, there ought to be a law. No, come on, man. That's not a tagline. <laughs> Three other taglines. All speed, no limit. That's the UK version. I was wondering why you were doing a voice. Welcome to Hazard County. Things move kind of slow here. Unless, of course, your last name is Duke. Or last one, Cousins, Outlaws, Thrillbillies. That's probably the best one. Sure. You know that alternate comedy trailer voice? Yeah. Meet the Dukes. One family having so much fun, there ought to be a law. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> $50 million estimated budget on this one. Grossed $80.2 million U.S., $111 million worldwide. That's a hit, boys. Yeah, somehow. No, not somehow. Jessica Simpson in the trailers, how? Yeah, that's probably how. Especially the international audience. They're always horny. The only thing I ever remember from this movie is everything that's in the trailer. Oh, yeah. And I saw this movie. I saw it in the theater. Oh, did you? I did not see this movie in the theater. I don't think I saw this movie. I loved this show as a kid. That's my first question that I asked. Before we jump to this movie and you listen to the rest of this podcast, Dukes of Hazard. I don't know where the fuck it is. I ended up having to rent it. It says it's on AMC Plus. It's not. It is. It's not. I look for it. Wait till my first note. What? Yeah, I rented it. Dukes of Hazard received 14% from the critics on 170 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, 46% from the audience on over 250,000 ratings. I mean, drink the positive or the negative reviews. Tank of gas, half full kind of guy. Zach, oh, oh boy. give me the positives. Hey, John, that's weird. That glass looks half full to me. Wow. Now that you mention it, it is half full. Urban Cinephile critics of Urban Cinephile. Cowards. A spirited high energy romp that is not but yeehaw nonsense. The Dukes of Hazard is a rev a second. Oh, that's fucking awful. Real bad. Beth Jones of Roanoke Times, Virginia. BJ. Oh. Folks from this side of the Mason-Dixon line may be more forgiving of this sometimes fun, if often mindless, bit of entertainment. Blame it on your geography for you having fucking awful taste. Got it, Beth. All right, we know where it means going. Mike Clark of USA Today. You can't blame the millions who will fantasize about General Sherman burning the movie's negative. <laughs> but when it comes to the home market, this will be a good one for its target audience to pass out to. To fap out to. <laughs> Peter Howell of Toronto Star. Delivering exactly what it promises. Car chasing, girl gazing, and yee-hawing. It takes the high road to low art by remaining faithful to the TV series that spawned it. Kyle Smith of the New York Post has some of the same fratty energy as Wedding Crashers. No, how dare you? Oh, my God. No. Kevin no. Carr of 7M Pictures. There were two big boobs I wanted to see in this movie, and they weren't Johnny Knoxville and Sean William Scott. You know what? I like when you cut to the chase, Kevin. Don't be like these other assholes. Like, oh, he's got a great uh, frat boy energy. No, fucking just let us know. Kevin was just like, want to see some tits. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. And by the way, I watched the unrated version. Oh. Thoroughly disappointed. Oh, no. <laughs> Why the fuck do we have an unrated version? You thought we went 18 years not knowing what they look like? Not hers. Oh, okay. I knew it wouldn't be hers, but I was like, give me something here, man. Oh, the sorority at least or something. Yeah. Oh, of course. I was like, okay, here we like, What was that noise? Oh, of course. Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> Maze clip that, okay? <laughs> oh, of course. Willie Waffle of WaffleMovies.com. Willie Woney, he's waffling. It's simple, kind of crass, and more fun than jumping into the creek while Daisy is skinny dipping. No, not more fun than that. 
Sorry. User Chris C, four out of five stars. Chrissy Teigen. Great storyline with a funny adventure across Georgia. Great storyline? And across Georgia. Like, they go to Atlanta and back. It's a road movie. What do you mean across Georgia? God damn it. This person gets it. <laughs> and then user Dagan P, five out of five. And Dagan. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Zach preempted the oak. I already knew. I already knew it was going to be bad for us. This, along with Super Troopers, is the greatest movie. Shut up, Dagan. It's awfully close to a Italian slur, so I would just be careful with our pronunciation on that. Dagan with an N. What? With an N. Oh. N. Oh. <laughs> Negative reviews. Stop being a pessimist. This tank is not half full. It's half empty. Garth Franklin of Dark Horizons. You can't say those involved in the film didn't have fun. Sure looks like they had a blast. Shame is, as an audience, we can't say the same. Shame is, shut up. Mary Lassie of Christianity Today. Oh, boy. (laughs) She ought to be a barrel of fun. Don't bother with this movie. If you're just itching for more Dukes, stick to the original series on DVD. Walter Chaw of Film Freak Central. (laughs) Clip it, Maze. I use magic. The only thing that Dukes of Hazzard has in abundance is hate. What? I don't know. Is hate? Hate. That people hate it? Or, or that it's got a lot of hatred in it? I don't know. Oh, my God. Matthew Turner of View London. Do the voice. Jessica Simpson literally couldn't act if her life depended on it. She appears to only be there to provide eye candy. And frankly, she's not all that attractive in the first place. Wow. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Out of your fucking mind, man. Don't do that. Go look at some crooked-ass teeth and oh. eat some spotted dick. Cole Smythe of ColeSmythe.com. Okay, you got to do the voice of that one. What's this Cole Smythe voice? There's no way this man is American. Cole Smythe? Well, Dicks of Hazard is a movie that makes you feel unclean as a result of having seen it. Thomas DeLapa of Boulder Weekly. Dilapidated. Like being stuck in the middle of a NASCAR race without a car. Mark Palermo of the coast, Halifax, Nova Scotia. The Dukes of Hazard is a movie in the sense that it is composed of recorded events, gets projected on a screen, and can be viewed as a continuum. All right, nerd. Richard Roper of Ebert and Roper. Mr. Roper, Mr. Roper. I hated this movie. It represents everything that's wrong with the studio system. <laughs> what? Oh, my friend, I have some news for you about how the studio system is going. Eric Lurio of Hollywood Insiders. Car crashes. Wowzers. Then we get to see Daisy in a bikini in order to sexually harass the cops. How cute. Wait. He has Daisy sexually (laughs) harassing the cops. I don't think that's how that works. He has the cops as the victims here. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. We'll get a means first note, May's first note, and my first note after some pre-recorded messages. Unless you're a Patreon subscriber, patreon.com slash count the dings, in which you get an ad-free episode. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Amin, what is your first note? Don't forget to cancel this AMC Plus trial tomorrow. <laughs> How did it show up for you? I went to the Roku and it was like, okay, you want to watch the movie? You got to sign up for AMC Plus. I'm like, do I really? So you had to go through Roku to get to the AMC Plus to get it. Whereas I think Zach just went straight through AMC Plus and couldn't find it. Do you have AMC Plus, Zach? Yeah, I signed up for it. But not through Roku. Correct. I don't have Roku. That's psychotic, Dukes of Hazard. What the fuck are you doing? No, 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 no. I kind of feel like they did us all a favor by making it as inaccessible as possible. It's like the bye-bye man, right? They're making it hard to find any research on this, to find it. You have to jump through hoops and go to a library and read some thing and scratch out a bunch of thing and go through a lot to get to it because they didn't want you to find it. And I kind of feel like that's what was happening here. Maze, what is your first note? Is that... Toots Thielman's fiddle to give the film both a Midwestern sound and also to underscore the film as a Western with cops and robbers. My first note, top five theme song in entertainment history. The best application of this song was the Nike commercial with Jason Williams and Randy Moss with their high school highlights. Same note too, but it doesn't kick in until when the thing actually plays. Oh, I was expecting them to start with it. Off the bat, I was like, I'm ready to go. Banger theme song, one of the best ever. CT5 best theme songs. Ooh, I would love that one. Whoa. Toots. Toots. How the hell are they not open the movie right into the song? We get narrate's position instead. Oh my God. Do we get narrate's position? Welcome to Hazard County, a little corner of the world where everybody knows everyone else. No, that's Prospector. Try Southerner. And people are, people are too busy to stop and say, howdy. Shoot, some folks even say this is where the apple pie was invented. <laughs> it's actually invented in England, by the way. I looked that up. Yep, basically everything down here moves a little bit slower. Unless, of course, your last name is Duke. And the car comes flying by with Johnny and Stifler in it. Stifler's driving and still no theme song. What the fuck? General Lee and they're hooting and hollering. That's a horseman. Hooting and hollering is definitely a horseman. Yeehawing is a horseman. Oh, yep. So far, the only horseman that's shown up for me is exposition. And narration. Narration, exposition specifically. Oh, come on, boats. Happy hour at the board. And I still got two deliveries to make. They're Tokyo drifting. Man, the general's in good shape. We see crates of moonshine in the back seat. It's all one big happy hour, Luke. Besides, we're taking a shortcut. The Lewis Pinox of Hazard. Is moonshine really a thing? Like, do people actually drink moonshine? Yes. Have you ever had moonshine? I've never had it. Have you ever seen it? I have. I was actually going to ask you guys the same. It's underwhelming to say the least, but they tried <laughs> to make it bougie. I want to say in the last decade. Moonshine? How? By having artisanal crafted moonshine at the liquor store. That's a thing now. It's not just the Dukes making it in their house or whatever and selling it under the radar. There's actual moonshine you can buy in the south forgive my ignorance but is it the whole point of moonshine that's no longer moonshine yeah yeah like if it's distilled at a distillery and sold at a supermarket 
it ceases to be moonshine. It's like saying, hey, I like watching bootleg DVDs. Oh, yeah, where do you get them from? Best Buy? You're saying it has to be illegal in order to be moonshine? It has to be like made in someone's house, like in a bathtub or something, right? Bathtub? It's made in a bathtub? I don't know how it's made. I'm just saying how one makes it, like in your house, not by a professional operation where they're paying taxes and shit. That can't be it. Agree. I mean, I guess I just don't know how moonshine works. Yeah, I guess none of us do. Yeah. Maybe Dukes of Hazard will explain it to us. Cuts through the woods, goes up a hill, down a hill. We get random cuts of them laughing, making noises, hooting and hollering. Yeah. They enjoy driving, folks. They pull up to a big house. Girl says, hi, Luke. And Johnny says, he's got this one. Are you sure that's a good idea, cuz? It's a great idea. Come on. And I said, Johnny, what happened to your accent? It's gone. Two lines into the movie. I don't know anyone's touching Johnny Knoxville for ass on. Oh, he's terrible. Oh, no, 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 Don't you dare. Don't you dare. No, 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 no. Don't you dare. No, 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 no. She was great. I can't abide. He gets a crate of moonshine and Lori asks if he's there to make his delivery. Stifler says, Luke, remember last time? Don't worry about it, cuz. It's okay, Bo. Pa ain't here. Is that poppy talk? Pot talk. Johnny kisses her. Stifler says, play hard to get, little buddy. As he waits, he takes out a cassette tape of Al Unser Jr.'s book. No questions, only answers. First of all, is that title banter? The title is kind of banter, yes. <laughs> Number two, he's running bootleg moonshine in a 70s American muscle car. Uh-huh. And he's into indie car racing? Wouldn't he be into like Dale Earnhardt's live? He just likes racing, man. Rusty Wallace? He likes all racing. Literally, NASCAR started from bootleggers running moonshine yes in stock cars yes is it misdirect here like oh you would think he would but no actually likes he just likes people going fast all right ricky repeat offender stunned by this lawrence fishburne blew my mind they got the silver surfer to do the audiobook make that six times with batman versus superman donna justice ultimate edition fled ice road event horizon and fantastic four rise of the silver surfer it ties him with jennifer garner and wesley snipes i wish i knew how to quit you so this this is beyond uncredited here. Yeah. No mention of this in the cast. I wondered if it was really him. I worried that it's not. Yeah. And that this is racist. That's what I was thinking. And this book doesn't exist. No questions, only answers. You're surprised about that. that no questions, only answers is not, in fact, a real book. It's a great title. Well, Al Unser Jr. is real, but his book is called A Checkered Past and Lawrence Fishburne has nothing to do with it. He says, life is like a racetrack. I'm too old for this shit. You got to keep going round and round. Stifler says, that is so true. Sure, sometimes you crash and burn, but if you don't make the turn, you ain't never going to learn. Bo's really into it. He's gripping the wheel. He's way too horny for racing. Silver Surfer is continuing to talk. Just then someone taps on the door with a gun. It's Mr. Pullman. Barry Corbin. I'm guessing that's Pa. My man from War Games. He's the general. Bo says, hey, Mr. Pullman, I nearly shit myself. We get some exposition questioning. You ready for that big hazard rally this weekend? Lots of exposition here. You got them all tuned up. Right, general? Won four times in a row. Billy Prickett also won four times in a row. Look what he's doing today. Well, we'll find that out soon. Knoxville and the girl in the window upstairs behind Pa. We see her clothing being strewn about outside the window, landing on the roof. Barry's been using whammy shells. Scatter less when you really want to blow a hole in something. Clip it, Maze. Whammy! Anyway, I've become kind of famous for my signature catchphrase. Whammy! As in Gene Tennis at the play. Whammy! Whammy! Holds up a turkey with a grapefruit-sized hole in it. Cool. Guns. That turkey is so ass on. Holy shit. 
that fake ass turkey with this big ass hole. That's a big fucking hole. <laughs> Completely ass on. Whammy! Stifler sees them in the window through the hole of the turkey. Paul asks if he's delivering by himself today. Oh no, sir. I never travel alone. I like to think I travel with the man upstairs. You know, Jesus. He likes that attitude. Gonna find a boy like him to date his daughter, Lori. She's getting pretty curious about boys, you know. Oh, you're talking about sex, right? Just want to keep that sorry cousin of yours away from her. The way he looks at her galls me, you know what I mean? Just then there's a gunshot. Luke dives out the window, rolls down the roof. It's Steve Lemmy up there. He's Lori's brother. Because we just see remnants of a gunshot. We don't see the gun. We don't see the person firing. I thought, did he come? Yes. Every time Luke Duke comes, he shoots the moon. That's what happens, Zach. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're moving a little too fast because all <laughs> of those things are going to happen at some point in this movie. Hey, man, look, everything moves a little slower. Let's, of course, your name is Duke. <laughs> moving fast around here. Johnny sans pants comes flying out the window, rolls off the roof onto a picnic table. He's a stuntman. Some guy named Jimmy was shooting at him. Shoots himself off the roof. Run to the car. He dives in head first. Says he forgot about the brother. Happy hour. Slides across the hood in his boxers. Says you're going to get a shot someday. Not today. Not with you driving the getaway car. And we've got more drifting. Yes. How was it? He says it's never bad. That means he came, right? Yeah. Well, the shotgun. Oh, okay. Just then a shot fires at them from behind. It's dad and the brother driving a truck after him. Loading up the whammy shells. Whammy. They'll blow a hole through an elephant's ass. Side mirror shot off. Hole through a tree trunk. Dadgummit, you just assassinated a tree. Dadgummit. 20CB. Well, is it always 20CB in the South? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Yes. It's happening in the South. Do they know? That is a supercharged that, for one. That is some of mean topics right there that I don't think we want to get into. Oh, you don't want to get into it? You don't want to have a long conversation about this? Are you saying that's kind of like Juneteenth? They should have it. No one bothered to tell them. I mean, they still represent the Confederate flag. So is it actually the 19th century in the South still? Oh, 19th century partner? Partner? <laughs> no, that's not what it is. It's not partner. No? 19th century wench. Wench is what we've been going with. Not in the South. There are no wenches in the South. Yeah, there's no wenches in the South. All right. Stifler says they can't touch the general and he floors it. There's some fight between the dad and the brother about pointing the gun as he loads it. He gets the gun stuck in the wheel, shoots a hole in the floor and the door. They pass a road closed sign. Luke is worried. Well, how is this truck so close to this fucking car? Yeah, this motherfucker is supposed to be driving the fastest car. He's supposed to be the best driver. Yeah. And yet, an old man in a pickup truck is right on his ass. And he got a head start on him, too. Yep. More or less believable than Sean Aston digging his own pool. Oh, more believable by far. They bet a phone book he won't break the moonshine. And Lemmy knocks out Corbin with the butt of his gun. They crash into a pond. I wondered, is a phone book? Is that a sex thing? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what that was, but it's pretty straightforward. It's such a weird bet. Can we call this Cobra formula? Albeit very drawn out Cobra formula from the movie. Ooh. Like not the characters, but the actual movie is doing the Cobra formula for us. Like the long game, long formula. I'm with that. Yep. Duke boys drive through barriers and off a conveniently shaped dirt ramp. Yeah. We get the slow-mo shot of the car in the air. We get a title card, freeze frame. Finally, this fucking song plays. Clip it, Maze. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Yeah Flattening the hills 
Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the law will allow. Luke and Bo Duke, cousins closer than brothers. Both big-hearted, strong-willed, and restless as a couple of cats thrown into a swimming hole. Sure. Car clears the bridge, <laughs> lands, and they avoid a truck. Almost Helen Hunted. Yeah, almost. Car reverses and gets wedged between construction equipment. Why wouldn't he just break? Why does he have to floor it in reverse? It's a great question. I don't know. Supposed to be a great driver. Moonshine is intact. Guess I won the bet, you some bitch. He can't get out of the car. Car doors don't move. They climb out of the windows. Johnny says he was joking about the bet, and Stifler says he's still getting a phone book, though. They get an actual phone book out of a trunk. He says, which side do you want? Right or left? I said, oh, it is a sex thing. And then, like, Keanu Reeves. Oh, bashes Luke in the face. Repeat offender. Getting hit with a phone book. Did I just hear one of your teeth break? Because I don't remember the hazard phone book being that thick. It's the Atlanta one. Oh, of course it is. They like them thick in Atlanta. Stifler pulls the crate of moonshine out through the back, but then the bottom falls out and all the bottles break. <laughs> they both lost the bet. Luke hits him with an uppercut, then drops it on his crotch. Right in the ball sack. Told you. Sex thing. Johnny has some moonshine. That'll put lead in your pencil. Because he had a case of dehydration. Woo! Is quaint southern sayings a horseman? Absolutely. That'll put lead in your pencil. Like two cats in a swimming hole. All that shit. I'm lumping that into a little category I like to call Kentucky Fried Banter, KFB. Okay, gotcha. I like that. It's finger licking good. He says he could use some exercise because his jeans are looking tighter than daisies. They bet each other a beer. They can beat the other one to the boar's nest, which is five miles away. Cut to them running down the road and Stifler wins. I'm regretting picking this movie already. Oh, boy. I never <laughs> thought you would be into this. I'm shocked you picked it in the first place. What a weird selection for you. I thought it was going to be like, look, man. Hey, it's a send up of this campy 70s show. Hey, the guys from Super Troopers are behind it. Uh -huh. I thought it was just going to be one of those ones where it's like a lot of crass humor. The critics didn't like. Mm. Also thought unrated version. Titties. Based on the Club Dread Broken Lizard track record. Like, we'll see some, see some fangs out there. Fangs thangin'. Stifler's horny for Billy Prickett's race car. His tires alone are worth more than the General Lee. And a sheriff named Ennis. Enos. Same thing. Ennis is E-N-N-I-S. Yeah. His name is E-N-O-S. Enos. Ennis. Just so they can set up a joke that comes up later. I'm not setting up that joke. No? No. Coward. Ennis Freedom is friends with them. <laughs> Hasn't made lieutenant yet. You know that'll <laughs> never happen. Johnny wants them to come work for them. A little walk and talk's position from Ennis here. Johnny jokingly denies being in the moonshine business because it would be a bad time for that. But okay, if someone were in the moonshining business, why would it be a bad time? Can't say anything. Boss Hog will tan my hide. That's some Kentucky fried banter. It's finger licking good. We get a question. He spanks you and they see some race guys at a table. Someone says, what can I get you? And the guy says, by the look of this place, two bottles of Pepto and a shot of penicillin. Banter. Because the place is gross. And across the room, some coins clatter as though the bye-bye man is near. Or Borat is trying to distract. Well. I mean, be careful. <laughs> coins don't actually clatter at that. I mean, be careful. He doesn't use coins in that scene. He does. He throws. Guys. He throws dollar bills. Oh. 
right? Whoa! <laughs> no, that's just you. Whoa! No, I'm just saying we trying to make humming that the new supercharged sound. A <laughs> siren. It's an alarm to like, ah, oh, guys, let's let's get out of that territory. All right. Proximity alarm. <laughs> yes. You're playing a dangerous game, Zach. Like a backup camera. You're getting too close. <laughs> we get a full toe to head shot of Daisy Duke. She picks up the clattering coin. Oh man. Oh boy. This was her absolute peak, and I wrote, yeah, I'm glad I picked this movie. Long (laughs) pan-up shot from heels to legs to Daisy Dukes to a pad for taking orders to the reveal that it's Jessica Simpson, and then we see her face. Catch my drift. She looks over. Everyone averts their eyes except for Pepto Horniman. Pepto Pepto Horniman. Not five names. Soundtrack exposition. I got my eyes on you. He's super horny. Look away, man. Trust me. Don't worry about it. I won't hurt her. Ain't nobody in this bar concerned about you hurting her. Just sent you guys a little picture of how horny uh, <laughs> Pepto is. Pepto Horniman. That's Taffer as a young man. <laughs> Walks to the table. He's looking at her name tag. Daisy D. And her chest. Better be reading my name tag, friend. You noticed her initials are double D. They laugh. A guest says, oh, sweet Jesus. Daisy says, I'll give you one more chance. You want to order? You want to sit around and make stupid jokes all day? He's apologetic. Just having a good time. He'll order. Don't want no problems. Let's see. Do those legs come over easy? No. (laughs) (laughs) Slaps her ass. She kicks him in the chest, steps on his neck. She comes with the front kick like Charlie Murphy kicking Rick James, man. (laughs) I like the way his legs fly up when he gets thrown back. I like the way her legs fly up. Oh. Puts their heel to his throat. How about the special, sir? And somebody yells, Dill Driscoll, you stop bothering that nice girl and pick on somebody your own size. And hey, it's Billy Prickett. Nice intro position there from Bill. Now, Hazard County has a population of only 5,111 people. So we're talking a small community, working class people. They don't want glitz and glamour. Blue collar. They want a nice cold beer at the end of a hard day. So here's the science of the boar's nest, though. They have these rally races from time to time. That's a chance at big money. I mean, if you're going <laughs> to fill up your tank, you want it to be a relaxing experience. And instead, you have these waitresses with no approachable sexuality because they're assaulting customers just looking to have a little fun. I also wondered if Amin would think this is Chris Evans. Who? Billy Prick. No, man. That's not an unreasonable assumption, okay? That is completely unreasonable. What? I did, however, wonder if it was Sam Rockwell. (laughs) Just for a second. I was like, is just not a good enough body to be Chris Evans? Is that why? Everyone's hooting and hollering at him. (laughs) Tells Dill to cool off. I can't tell if Jessica or Stifler's hornier for Prickett. Stifler. At the bar, Bo gets starstruck and horny. Yeah. Ask Luke if he should buy Billy a drink. Maybe you should buy him flowers and a box of chocolates. KFB! Banter. 20CB as well. But that's not KFB right there. That's just regular banter. Yeah. KFB is when they go like, two cats in the swimming hole. I love that that's your example every time. You could not say that in any other part of the country. No. That line, you could say that if this was in Chicago or... Yeah, everyone's seen Forrest Gump. Yeah. He wants a Miller. No, making a low and brow. Because that's fancy, I suppose. Brings the beer to Prickett, welcomes him back. See, boys, I told you all the waitresses in this place were dug ugly. Banter. Stifler laughing at being mocked by Billy Assoff. His facial reactions are excellent in this movie. I'm only fooling with you. Fellas, this is Bo Duke. Bo's looking to break my hazard rally record. What is it, four in a row? All streaks must come to an end. 
I'm calling this one the drive for five. At this moment, I didn't really notice it. But then as the movie wears on, I realized he's like a cartoon character in that he never changes his clothes. He's always wearing that fucking jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always in racing getups. We find out that Dill is the crew chief. You mean Pepto. They invite Bo to sit with them. Pepto Horniman. Bo wants to know what it's like being in the circuit. Woman interrupts and wants Prickett to join her for a drink. He's awfully thirsty all of a sudden. He keeps calling Bo Bobo. Dill sits back down, asks Bo about that little pistol over there. Mm. Actually, she's my cousin. Hopefully you're kissing cousins, right? What? Come again? Don't mind if I do. Son, all I'm trying to ask is if you shuck her corn. Freeze frame. Narrator again. Now there are certain things you just don't say to a duke about another duke. I'll show you corn. <laughs> That's what I say whenever I walk into the room. I'll show you corn. Get that corn out of my face. I wrote down what the narrator said, but... Because the U and the I are very close to one another on the keyboard, Uh it says, now there's certain things you just don't say to a... Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Not even how you spell it. No, but how you say it, that matters. Because the U is also close to the Y, I mean. Oh, wow. What a dangerous... Yeah, but I guess you want it on the right. (laughs) That was a real Indiana Jones Temple of Doom keyboard situation right there. He throws popcorn at Dill and then attacks him. The crew grabs Bo, starts hitting him. Johnny comes over. Can I get in on this? And then he hits one guy, hits another. We get a headbutt from Bo, but it hurts him too. So he puts on a biker helmet. Haven't had this much bar fight chaos since Roadhouse. Bar fights in general. General, specifically bar fights that throw you into the liquor display behind the bar. Right? Like, that doesn't happen anymore in the movies. I don't think that happens, yeah. They used to be a staple. Like, yo, they're in a bar, a fight's about to break out. Like, 48 hours. And also put them on the bar and slide them down the entire bar. I'm bummed we didn't get that move in this movie. Yeah. That would have been perfect. I thought that was going to happen when they picked up Johnny Knoxville, but they did the throw him into the display behind the thing. Which, by the way, you have these great brands You want to be affiliated with Jim Beam. 32% sales go higher when customers can see the top shelf stuff that they want to order. Ennis is nervous. We have a full-on bar fight. Break out the frozen towels. (laughs) Daisy hits a guy with a pool stick. It does nothing. Bo's on a pool table with a stick fighting off guys. Apparently, everybody is against them now. Daisy is loading pool balls into the fan like a batting cage pitching machine hits a guy in the face he's down johnny hurts his hand on a big belt buckle why did he punch he's going for a dick punch i mean i guess so or a gut punch either one works just like you with the keys yeah. he couldn't quite calibrate why <laughs> yeah oh launches himself like he's shot out of a cannon and headbutts a guy with the helmet on Woo! he gets distracted by pricket then gets tackled careful bobo Daisy accidentally gets a guy in the balls with the ball. Johnny gets thrown into the bar. Daisy hits Bo with the ball. Bo yells to kill them all. There's a AJ Foyt NASCAR driver. The fourth joke that flew over most people's heads, I would assume. Yeah, I didn't get it. Mine, yeah. Bo just threw a guy into a woman. Bo's a bit of a bingo. We can say that, right? Yes, of course. Well, I don't know if we can say it, but it's true. (laughs) Two dudes are still eating. Ribs are greasy. Beans are cold. All of a sudden, we hear a gunshot. It's Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane, a.k.a. MC Ganey. Okay, and we get narrator's position. Closest thing to law enforcement in Hazard County. Roscoe's been after the Duke boys since they started walking. Of course, some people say the boys' first steps landed right on the sheriff's last nerve. And that is KFD right there. It's finger licking good. He slowly walks through the bar. Everybody's staring. Duke's? 
Just once you tried leaving a place better shape than when you walked in. We hear I think your boss can afford to replace a few broken beer mugs. I heard there was an incident earlier concerning a little crappy orange hot rod. Ha! He said it. Down at the Miller Farm. Y'all really upset some of them construction boys not being gentle with your beloved piece of crap. Not going to be in real good racing shape for the rally. Jessica Simpson watches on with her ass fully on. Bo starts to put the helmet on again and Johnny stops him. Watch yourself, hillbilly boy. Daisy interrupts saying her shift is over. She'll take them to Cooters. Mm. <laughs> right as they drive off in her white Jeep convertible. Oh, that Rubicon, man. <laughs> that is Otto. And also product placement. Yes, big time. A white Cadillac with bullhorns pulls up. It's got a revolver as a door handle and Burt Reynolds gets out in a white suit. We just talked about this on the Johnny B. Good rewatchington. The concept of a Cadillac with horns on it. Mm -hmm. That's very 20 CB. Oh, I said, hey, it's Burt Reynolds. He's got long horns on the car like he's recruiting Johnny B. Good. Johnny Ball game. And when Burt Reynolds walks in, looks up with the cigar and the hat, I said, Ass off, lock it in. Don't want to hear any other names. Lock it in. Also, that man was sex on a stick. Was? Well, he's dead. Oh, is he? Oh, my God. It's Christ. Shit. Yeah, for a while now. Candy is a fox, tough as a badger, and crooked as a hillbilly smile. KFB. It's finger licking good. He is unbelievably attractive at every age. I'm getting hot and bothered just looking at him. Jefferson Davis Hogg is his name. I bet it is. I bet <laughs> that hog is hogging. Two G's on that hog. Well, Roscoe, I see you redecorated. Interesting style. What do you call it? Got some important things happening here this weekend. Now, are you going to take care of the Dukes or am I going to have to make other plans? Roscoe's on top of it, boss. That's what I'm afraid of. Banter? KFB. Uh, <laughs> That's not KFB. When you're down in Hazard County, it's all KFB to me. It's finger licking good. Cooter, a.k.a. Keckner, pulls the cover off their car. Another classic Stifler reaction phase here. Completely ass off with his reaction. The fact that there's an axe in the windshield once he discovers that. And then he, in anger, starts to shake like a rack of spare parts or whatever and completes the bingo cycle. Is it bad? It's not good. That car is fucked up and Bo is beside himself. This is worse than the time you sunk it in the Tipton Swamp. Johnny says it's mostly cosmetic. Bo wants to make sure it's ready for the race on Saturday. Race? The general doesn't race. The general... He races the competition. <laughs> he makes the swishing noises. Keckner ass off. They pull a dead rodent <laughs> from inside the car. Cooter says, make a nice hat or slipper. Is that dead raccoon more ass on than the turkey? No, the turkey was the most ass on. Okay. Cooter's going to take care of the cars. He gives them his tow truck. What if you need to tow somebody? Well, I've had nine toes in three years and y'all have been eight of them. Uh -huh. That can't be a good business. Nope. Cooter won't give Johnny the car, says he's been shell-shocked and Bo is a better driver. And that's when Bo shakes the fuck out of some shelves in frustration. Cooter smells something awful in the car. We cut to Willie Nelson and some more narrates position. Jesse L. Duke, Uncle Jesse to you. Now, Jesse's been two places in his life. Hazard County and Korea. As far as he's concerned, that's one place too many. Oh. Ass on Willie Nelson looking for Daisy. Daisy. She's in the shower. Daisy, where are you? He gets horny. Ready or not, here I come. And I went, all caps. Oh, <laughs> we see her silhouette in the curtain. He pulls it back, says, how's it looking? Good looking. Just like the golden child. And film noir. noir. She's clothed and fixing the moonshine equipment. Vapor coils in the boiler. Jargon. Moonshine operation is behind a secret panel in the bathroom. He runs it round the clock. 
because the boys break more bottles than they deliver. Bad business. I had another note here, but I don't care if she's ass on. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's the entirety of the note. I don't care if she's ass on. To the respect guys, women, to people respecting women. Okay. They're in the field practicing some archery. It's still an Olympic sport I think I could do. Give me a month. I could be an Olympian in archery. Okay. They light the arrow. They fire it at a gas canister, and it blows up. I feel good. And now... Uncle Jesse's just doing a tight five. All right, y'all knock off the grab assin over there. What's going on, Uncle Jesse? Guy come out of an antique shop carrying a big grandfather's clock, bumped into this drunk, fell down, broke the clock all the pieces. The guy got up and said, won't you watch where you're going? The drunk said, won't you carry a wristwatch like everybody else? <laughs> you know what happens when you give a politician Viagra? He gets taller. <laughs> Here's another one for you. How many dukes does it take to screw up a moonshine delivery? Oh, yes. Sorry about that, Uncle Jesse. We, uh... Whoa! Boom shakalaka! <laughs> oh, yeah, Roscoe. I wonder what that fat sack of shit wants. This is just a Willie Nelson thing, right? Because he did it in Beer Fest, and he did it in Half-Baked. The best part is that he doesn't pause at all. Never once. No. You know why? Because his ass is on? Because he can't remember his lines. He's so fucking high in real life. They just say, yo, do your shit, man. And so he goes out there and he fills time by doing his shit. And everyone loves Willie Nelson, so they let him do it. Also, grab ass is a very funny term. Accusing someone of playing grab ass. It's always usually two dudes. Like, you guys doing grab ass out here. Roscoe's <laughs> going to skip the pleasantries. He's here on official police business. There's a brass moonshine still propped up in the barn. Jesse says he planted it. Roscoe sees it for production and distribution. We can do this the easy way, or of course, when he unclips his holster, there's that other way. Yeah. Jesse grabs a pitchfork that probably been used for other things and says, let's try the other way first. That's before Daisy breaks it up. Only way I'm leaving this farm's in a wooden box. Boss Hog shows up with more sheriffs. He gets close and says hi to Daisy. He says, hi. I don't think he was acting there. He was ass off either way. Looks at the moonshine equipment, says they don't live here anymore. Have to go somewhere else. Jesse tries to confront him. Hog grabs Roscoe and says, I got my dog here and I ain't fed him. And he's real hungry. Woo hoo hoo. Is that sexual? No, I put my dick down. Well, Johnny says they started a fight they can't win and Dukes walk away. Anticlimactically. But plot lift off. Buckle your seat belts and clear the runways. We got plot lift off, boys. Plot lift off in this case is running a car off a ramp and just flying, right? That's how this plot is taken off. Exactly. They're at Wonder Woman's house. Willie says he should have busted a cap in his ass. I left three toes in Korea for this country. This is the thanks I get. Korea, there it is. Daisy says they planted a still in the barn. Why would they need to plant a still? Daisy with some tactical redundancy. Because they're too damn dumb to find our real one. Wonder Woman says another person had their land seized for some trumped up charges too. Bill Miller, maybe it's connected to the construction equipment. They're going to check it out. Daisy says, you know what's going to happen, don't you? News two are going to get themselves in trouble and end up in jail, and I'm going to have to shake my ass at somebody and get them out. Uncle Jesse says, that's why we love you, honey. Wank. And I said, same no too, bro. And I wrote misogyny. Oh. oh. So, yeah. Oops. Well, that also, oh. yeah. <laughs> That's why we love you, honey. Roscoe shows up to Cooter's while he's working on the car. Cooter, what the hell do you think you're doing? What's it look like I'm doing? I'm 
building a doomsday machine gonna aim it right up your honey hole. You stupid enough think you can fix this? I'm fixing to fix it. Oh, you fixing to fix it? Boy, you couldn't fix an election if your brother was a governor. Techner's great in this movie. Oh, he's fantastic. He's horny, too. He's real horny. Roscoe's going to impound the General Lee for illegal transportation of moonshine. Cooter says it ain't running and his tow truck isn't there. So unless you plan on sticking it up your ass. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, Grease Monkey. And I went, uh-oh. Whoa, whoa. Nobody called anybody a GM. GM. One way or another, boxing off this hunk of junk tomorrow. Oh, I got two words for you. Soap and water. That's three words, stupid. Enter. Hooter makes a call, says round up the fellas. He's got a job for him. He's got a job for the fellas? <laughs> Just for the fellas. <laughs> Protect your wife's brain, folks. Uh-oh. <laughs> Owen Luke at the Millers. Lot of equipment for an abandoned farm. The fence went up pretty quick, too. Climb through the barbed wire fence. They fall to the ground. Boss Hog is there. They run into the office. They look around. There's a map with a bunch of the seized properties, including theirs. Looky here, Bo. He's got exposition marked all over this map. They see a big safe and think there's incriminating information hiding in there. How are we supposed to open that? Narrator chimes in that he'd hate to be that safe right now. They wrap a chain around it. They attach to the tow truck and pull it right out of the office wall. And we're just good like that, right? We can just steal safes like this. Mm-hmm. Hooting and hollering in the tow truck as they speed away. The Dukes are a crime syndicate. I'm telling you. Is this plot lift off? I know we already declared plot lift off. But. Well, Maze did. Oh, I didn't declare shit. Did this inspire Fast Five, is my note, as they drag this safe tumbling and rumbling around down the road? Great question. Yeah, probably. Wasn't the barbershop one of the barbershop movies? They stole an ATM like that? They are cutting hair. No, no, the side story. With no, they were. Look it up. Anthony Anderson's character who was like a petty criminal or whatever. They absolutely cut hair in that movie. Okay, they also steal an ATM. Hope they got email because as they're dragging the safe down the street, it hits a mailbox. Mm-hmm. That's KFB, right? Uh-huh. Followed up by knocking over some deer statues and saying, oh, dear. <laughs> I think that's turn of the century banter. Oh, this is interesting. Still TOCB, just a different B. I like this high tribunal of the canon. Like, what is <laughs> define some of these terms? Yeah, I think that's turn of the century banter. It's not quite 20CB. I don't know how many times I got to explain this to y'all, but down in Hazard County, all the banter we got around here is KFB. It's finger licking good. What the fuck is this movie about? It's about tits. That's what it's about. Okay. Security is driving after him. We get another white lawn jockey. Yeah. Oh, that's what you called it. Oh. And Johnny be good. Oh, now the truck is stuck because the safe is stuck on a pole. Johnny's going to get out. Bo turns on the radio and I'm all out of love is playing. Banger. Air supply. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. I know you were right. Believing for so long. other Bo guns it starts dragging luke on top of the safe Bo swerves to avoid a car luke goes flying on the safe this is just the jackass effect man we got johnny knoxville we got to do some stunt shit crashes into the car the car just starts spinning like a top yes and gets crunched and totaled but luke just has a limp yeah that makes sense i said no Bo. no oh i thought you said go Bo, go and my autocorrect changes to i thought you said go bingo and i said you know what same note too go bingo go bingo go i haven't laughed once in this movie well you picked a motherfucker yeah seriously <laughs> Sheev lives somewhere near there 
They drive to Sheev, and once they drive away, that's a hit and run. Crime syndicate. It's also the guard from the construction site who calls Roscoe to tell Hog. He's going to need a ride. Tactical redundancy from Roscoe. Roscoe asks the boss what kind of mood he's in. He says, I'm in a crawfish boiling mood. And I said, same note too, Bert. Mm-hmm. Boiling crawfish, or really cooking of any kind, in an all-white suit. That is a confident move. Baller ass move, man. With the little tongs too. Roscoe gives him the news. He drops a live crawfish back on the plate. It wiggles. That crawfish is ass off. I am officially upgrading the Dukes from fly in my ointment to thorn in my side. KFB. It's finger licking good. He pinches Roscoe's nose, moves him towards the pot. And if they happen to elevate themselves to pain in my ass, then I'm going to boil you. Find the Dukes, lock them up. Bring me my damn safe back. Flash the bloodhound is on the bar munching on crawfish. Roscoe pulls up to Sheaves, a.k.a. Farvas. Same note too, bro. I just call it Farva the rest of the movie. We won't respond to Roscoe. Roscoe knocks over some merchandise. Looking for the Duke boys. Seen him? Farva is running the bait and tackle shop that used to be owned by Betty White. We get some exposition. You still got them CIA mind probe things stuck in your head, boy. Keep your antenna up there. See the Dukes. You let me know. Roscoe leaves. The Dukes were hiding in the cooler. Totally unnecessary hiding spot. Yeah. He didn't execute a search and seizure. No. They could have hid anywhere. Billy Prickett's on TV, champagneing and campaigning and eating cotton candy. I believe that's called newscast position, boys. Yes, sir. Boss Hogg declares it Billy Prickett Day. Come out to the rally. Just hope on Saturday. Not too hazardous <laughs> on the roads. Barbara says watching Billy race is worth putting your pants on for. And ask Bo what the prize is for second. Johnny thinks it's weird. Billy is back to racing. Bo says life's weird. Future callback. Farva wants to look at the safe. He knows all the jargon for the safe. He'll do more than crack it. He's going to fuck it. What does that mean? Pension? Question mark. Also, there's a lot of safe position going on from Farva. Farva then traps an armadillo with a net gun, makes helmets with the armadillos. The net gun has quite an explosion. I thought he shot an RPG at first, and then it was just a net. I thought it was a grenade launcher. Armadillo helmets can block even the best brainwave scanners. Make a pretty good soup bowl, too. He wants Bo to grab the armadillo while he cracks the safe, and then that's when Johnny hits Bo with the net gun as well. Ah. Farber's got a fuck ton of explosive attached to this door, government issued. Gets exposition that Cooter has the general fixed up from Bo. It's a long fuse setup. Uh, um, this is a passive burn abuse you got. It's a Chinese fuse. Oh, yep. Well, I mean, just kick that door open. We're trying to see uh, how do we knock on this one. And I mean, just kicked it right open. No, you could say. I was going to clip some of it. Yeah, no, I mean, has got it. You could clip it. It's confusing because. It's racist. Well, yes. But then Farva takes offense. I think you got the wires backwards. They're supposed to be backwards. It's a Chinese fuse. No, I'm saying they're backwards from how they're supposed to be. Have you ever been to China? Have you ever been to China? I ate Chinese food once. Yeah, well, you don't blow up mushu pork, my friend. I dated a Korean girl in high school. That is an entirely different oriental nation. Get an education. You're the one who got the fuse wrong, Sheev. You know nothing about China-Sino-American relations. you're missing the point. Luke gets a bow and shoots a flaming arrow at the safe. Massive explosion sends them flying back. Destroys the shed. Blew the door off. Man, that rattled my sphincter. Mm. <laughs> Human centipede. Bunch of tubes with numbers on it. Sheev expositions and it's a core sample for mining. When they asked Farber what's the core sample of, he says, what am I wearing, a white lab coat over here? I laugh. That's Golden Dumpster. <laughs> I cut bait and I blow shit up for a living. Take it to a lab. To the university? Katie Lynn Johnson's at the university. Oh, loved her. It's time to hit the road for a road trip. Both thought he had her and she pulled a Kaiser Soze on him. 
Johnny's just playing dumb. You know something happened. You know he fucked her. We instantly see Johnny Knoxville <laughs> have a very suspicious look on his face. So I said, let me guess. He fucked her. Well, unless you guys want something else blown, I'm going to go inside and wash my mongoose. <laughs> Same note, too. But was not letting them do this without taking the general. He says, how would you feel if the general and I went to Atlanta and left you behind? That's when they pull up to Cooters and the sheriffs pull up. After they get there, Bo is thrilled to find a Hemi oh. under the hood, just like the Human Torch. Repeat offender, Hemi. He does a rabid, rapid, rabbit punches, does a fist pump. Me and my buddies lose the Gettysburg reenactment every other Sunday, so we figured why not let General Lee win one? Oh. Okay. They get into the car through the windows, and I said, ah, ah, they, they did, did it. Because the doors didn't get fixed. He blares a car horn, and it blows whistling Dixie. Luke wonders how they'll pay him back. Well, Daisy's single. Not going to happen. How about a pair of damn shorts? No. Says to win the rally, that'll be enough. And when you get the prize money, you pay me, because that's how it works. I like that. I thought that was funny. Yeah. I don't have time to fix everything, so they jump in. Roscoe opens the gate. Car engine roars. Mississippi Queen fires up. Banger. fingers they drive off roscoe and the sheriffs are after them and they're a piece of shit orange car johnny is getting tired of the horn already because bo keeps hitting it like baby yoda button mashing i'm never gonna get out of this car again i'm gonna live in it i'm gonna eat in it and i'm gonna make sweet love to it you mean you're gonna make the sweet love in it right oh no i'm gonna have sex with it i'm gonna fuck this car to death for the fellas wow that was what almost a song wow Hear Roscoe on the radio calling all units. Roscoe's car has a flat tire. So does the other car. And Bo flies by him, taunting him. Cooter is somehow responsible for the flat tires. I don't know how he did it. Ass on for the other cop when my man Roscoe turns around and looks at him. Drugs go, mm, and then points silently at his tire that's also slashed. They're headed to Atlanta, and then they're stuck in Atlanta traffic the next morning. Bo wakes up Luke, says he knows why it didn't work out with him and Katie before. It's just timing. Life is all about timing. It's his time now. Luke, fuck Katie, bro. <laughs> that's my note. I fuck Katie, too. <laughs> yeah. Katie has some big ass tires. <laughs> but also, I said, why are they going to Atlanta? That's where the university is. No. Road movie. Gonna win the race. Get the farm back and get Katie Johnson. Semi truck drives up beside them, honks the horn, yells, Southern by the grace of God. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Car on the other side of them has a black woman in it. She says, Hurry up. You're late for your clan meeting, asshole. Mm -hmm. Guy says, South will rise again. Everyone's reacting to film noir. A Confederate flag on the roof. And then film noir, white woman's got a problem with the roof. And I call this woman the. 21st century, ma'am. Yes. Same note, too, because she says, Nice roof, redneck. Join us in the 21st century. Throws up some double middle fingers. <laughs> Daisy shows up to the sheriff's office, asks Enos Cantor what boss is doing with the land. So her disguise is a brown wig and the same signature shorts that she always wears that are named after her. And her body is still her body. Her body is banging, bro. Okay, well. I say, I support... <laughs> I support this. Kicking open the door. This guy's 100%. Kicking open the door with your misogyny. <laughs> kicked open the door like she kicked 
Pepto Horniman <laughs> in the chest. <laughs> I am Pepto Horniman. Billy comes in. Hey, you anus. That's Enos. Oh, whoopsie. <laughs> and that's why his name is an Ennis, Zach. You're looking for Boss Hog. Cricket checks out Daisy, but doesn't recognize her? Nope. Nope. Okay, because the wig. Yep, yeah, because he was looking at the wig. <laughs> that's what he got thrown off by. Enos interrupts and leads him to the garage. Cricket's ready to get back to Atlanta, but Boss needs him there for two hours after winning the race. Kissing hands, shaking babies. You got that backwards. It's uh, shaking hands and kissing babies. Oh, yeah? Maybe that's why I lost that election in 86. Banter. Everyone laughs. KFB. Roscoe unveils Billy's car with his big-ass Boss Hog face on it. I call all of this bad guy plans position. Yeah. Which comes up again several times. They just got to explain everything they're doing. I already got product placement. What am I supposed to tell Castro? Yahoo. 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 The way he says Yahoo, golden dumpster. <laughs> Yahoo. I laughed. They don't too. <laughs> tell him it's for charity. He says he'll win the race by a mile. It doesn't matter whose face is on the car when he does. I don't need you to win. I just need you to show up. Brickett's confused. Daisy runs up on Billy as he's leaving. She's ditched the wig. Tells him his car is real sexy. Well, thank you. She's faster than a cheetah on cocaine. 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 Shout out to the rewatching. I love how proud of himself Billy is for that joke. <laughs> Great self laugh. That is KFB. Faster than a cheetah on cocaine. That's definitely KFB. Yeah. It's finger licking good. She asked why there's a picture of Boss Hog. She read that Coca Cola and Budweiser pay him a hundred grand to be a sponsor, and Boss Hog's face is sitting on over two hundred grand of real estate. He tries to say it's for charity, and she says, "Really? Which one?" Uh, anal bifida, spinal bifida. It's one of the bifidas. <laughs> one of the bifidas. I called this a little more product placement exposition from Daisy with a dash of ass on. He tries flirting with her. She says, good day. The Dukes are driving through campus. Lots of weird sped mm -hmm. up shots and quick cuts. Mm -hmm. A lot of smart people out there. They get out. They're in awe. And Bo is ready for Katie. And all of the women want to fuck Johnny. <laughs> Lots of biddies waving. You don't think it's too late to take them SATs, do you? And the guy makes a kissy face and winks. Got to keep an open mind in college. The women and the guys are fucked them all. Now they're just in a sorority house out of nowhere. Walk right in. So this is the part where... This is where you got horny. Uh, dude, I, look. Blood's flowing. You're sweating. You know when people crack their knuckles, but not the top of the knuckles? You intertwine the fingers, yeah. Yeah, and then like stretch out like that. Yeah. I did the old swing back and forth, pivot around my waist. You're limbering up. You got to stay limber. Unrated version. With every one of these doors they open, I'm like... We're getting a step closer. They're getting a little bit more scandal and then boom, full on titties everywhere. I'm like, all right, here we go. Nope. Everyone at the sorority house is ass on. First of all, let me point that out. What's the boxing in their underwear? Just doing some pad work. That's just what sorority girls do, right? I guess so. Do you guys go to school here? No, but do you have an application? That's from the trailer. Luke keeps trying to barge in. The girls giggle. Bo wants him to focus, but he's like the guy from Ballistic. Horny at every turn. Every single person who comes through. Hey, baby. They go in another room, which is fully hot box, which is impressive. That's tough to do. I said, I spy with my little eye oh some cheeks on the floor, but it is so hot. I could not get a good picture. Not necessary detail. I just, um, look, man, anytime you get some, like, you're like, you got to celebrate. Okay. <laughs> what? You got to celebrate. What? I'm deprived. 
Uh-huh. You got to celebrate. You got to. There's no choice. Once they come out, eventually Katie's getting out of the shower, gives them both kisses on the lips. Oh, faints. So he's still doing that? Well, she gives Johnny a kiss on the lips. She gives him a kiss on the side of the mouth. Well, I thought it was like a mean trying to hit the U key. She couldn't decide if she was going for the cheek or the lips. For, for the I or the Y. She says, I can't believe y'all came. Oh. Please want to pay a visit for this girl in Atlanta. What? We just want to pay a visit to Her roommate, Annette, also comes out in a towel because they were showering together. She's from Australia. That's how sororities work. Oh, let's put another shrimp on the barbie. He sounds like Robin Leach, Louis Pinnock. Can he get two Pinnocks in one movie? Wow, interesting. What was the other one for? His southern accent. Oh, got you. I thought Knoxville had a better accent than him, but we'll legislate that later. But he's actually from like Tennessee, isn't he? Or is that just a name? Stifler is from Cottage Grove, Minnesota. No, I'm talking about Knoxville. Oh, yeah, that's probably right. Born in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, because his name is Philip John Clapp with two Ps. <laughs> Caught the clap if you catch him. That's a good reason to change your name. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Clapp doesn't quite try to make those cheeks his last name. He hands her the core sample like Shredder with the ooze. ooze. Yes, same notes. <laughs> she already knows that they want to go to the geology lab, even though they didn't say anything. Annette loves Bo's car. She really rumbles. It's actually a he, right, Katie? Everyone looks confused. Also, he just talked about fucking that car not too long ago. Right. But it is a general. This is where we Kool-Aid man some super troopers. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Oh. <laughs> Did you just throw quarters into a bathroom stall? Points clattering. Bye-bye, man. <laughs> they just redid super troopers with Thorny and Rabbit. This entire scene, how fast are they going? Unnecessary. This is shoehorn. When they say they're just campus police, the Duke speed away and Thorny goes, mother of God. You know what? I wonder, had I watched this movie in the theater, would I have been like, oh, shit? Probably. Would you have hooted and hollered? Because I think I hooted and hollered. They park and steal a car cover to cover their car. Bo is talking to the car as they watch. No, it's a shame to hide your beauty. What? I'm not even going to respond to that. That's crazy. I'll miss you, too. They're in the building. Bo thinks Katie seems like a girl you can settle down with. And Katie isn't sure that they'll let them walk into the... The fuck, fuck is happening? Things are falling. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm okay. She's not sure they're going to let them walk in off the street. You'll think of something. You always do. Remember that? God, you're so pretty. Luke's got an idea. They steal some white lab coats. Go to meet Royce Williams, who's the guy from Dimpus Burger. It's for a cop. Make it extra good. Of course, the coats they stole have name tags for Kamasaka Technologies, Mr. Ichinawa, and Yoko Takanoshi. Kanichiwa. And Bo says, right on. You said you were Japanese? Dog, come on, man. We converted. Come on, bro. How are you falling for this? How is he falling for this? What is falling in the background? What is going on? The table is very crowded. That was a mean putting the kazoo down. And it sounded yeah. like <laughs> he threw a hot dog down a hallway. It sounded like the kazoo noise. They want the brightest students. And Royce said he got a C minus on his last test. They say that's good. They need to pass this test. They want him to identify the tube. He said, looks like a core sample. Man, he's good. He's good. Core sample of what? He struggles to open the core sample, then sniffs it. Katie peeks in the door. She's flirting with Luke. Bo sees it. She leaves. There it is. Mm -hmm. Katie wants the bug. Bo gets a blowtorch and burns Luke's ass. Then Luke feeds Bo's coat into an incinerator. It tears it off and blows 
charcoal dust soot in their faces. This face is black knot. Uh-oh. That's a 20 CB. That's really a Looney Tunes thing. The idea that when there's an explosion, yeah. my face is going to be black now. Oh, I thought you were going to oh. say that. <laughs> that's a 20 CB thing to do, black face. No, that's a... No, that's every century. <laughs> Easy. Damn it. We are high-powered Japanese executives. We work hard and we play even harder. Tell us what you see here. Or we'll find another candidate. He says it's anthracite. Coal. Because they don't know what that means. What's the street value of this? This much? Nothing. A good-sized mine? Could be millions. He shows them pics of what a good-sized mine does to a town. That's very odd. Incredibly quick with this picture's position. Just in case someone asks. It looks like the mine from Congo on one of the shots. <laughs> mine month. Girls rush in, say, Mr. Kamasaka, we've got to go. Plane's leaving. Congratulations, Royce. You got the job. How does 24,000 yen a year sound? Sounds like 40 bucks. All of a sudden, this bingo's really smart. He knows things. See you in Beijing. Yes, sir, Mr. Takanoshi. What you call me? And I said, phobe. <laughs> Campus security rushes in. You seen two guys come in here? You mean those two Japanese guys? Back outside. Bo does a hood slide across the car. I've always wanted to do a hood slide, man. Doesn't that seem fun? It's not that hard to do, man. Just go onto your car and just do a hood slide. You own a car. You can do this now. I don't want to mess it up. You're not going to mess it up. If there's like a zipper on my pocket. Do it to somebody else's car. Who gives a shit? Oh, do it to someone else's car. That's a good idea. Yeah, wear sweats. I can wear sweats. Well, some of my sweats have zipper pockets. You know, don't wear the ones with the zipper. Why is this hard? I don't know. But if it's not my car, I'll give a fuck. I don't think he really wants to do it. I mean, yeah. if he wanted to do it so bad, he would have done it already. So I'm making excuses. I'm going to do it today. Back outside, they rip the tarp off. Everyone climbs in through the window. Robert and Thorny come running up. Then they radio for Atlanta PD. Uncle Jesse gives them boys some tactical redundancy on Prickett's pay. They trade exposition for exposition here. That flip phone, by the way, man. TOCB. Insane TOCB levels. That was the quintessential flip phone. Silver, that style. With the little strip for the call ID on the front, mm -hmm. which was, believe it or not, a major development in cell phone technology. You were rich if you had that one at that moment. Yeah. They pull up to a group of black guys with their Confederate car. And guess what? They're still in blackface. They pull up to a group of asses on. Oh boy. Every single person in this scene. Look, a couple of white boys playing black. Is that what's going on? Actually, we were at the geology lab, right? For some environmental stuff. Oh, no, no, and, uh, no, 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 I get it. They on one of these reality shows. <laughs> Who want to get their ass kicked? Yeah. Won't you two hillbillies join us up here for a minute? Actually, we prefer Appalachian Americans. Man, get out the car! Motivate! Appalachian Americans. I laughed. That's a golden dumpster. Yeah? Did you? That's a funny line, man. No, it's not. Yeah, that's a funny line. Two Americas. Yeah, the Appalachian America and the other America. Yeah. <laughs> that's KFB for you right there, man. Now, which one of you two brothers is Michelangelo? You know, there's a certain creek that people sometimes canoe up without a paddle. You could say that the Duke boys were on that particular creek right now. Let's kick the ass, Jerry. Jerry? And I said, Jerry? Jerry? Film noir? <laughs> That's your name? Racism for me? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but Jerry took me out. I did not expect Jerry to be there. Never thought I'd say this, but hot damn, it's the cops. Whoops. There goes the canoe. And then guess what? Another film noir. Cops that get out. Are black. Cut to them in jail. Bo's talking about lasso and keys. He wants shoelaces, but Luke's wearing boots. He calls the cop Yule Brenner. Second Yule Brenner reference. Second in a row, yeah. And so 
Now I got the actual lyrics from One Night in Bangkok. One Night in Bangkok. I like your version better. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the problem. The very first line of the song is Bangkok City. And the city don't know what the city is getting. Crammed out a cram of the chess world in a show with everything but Yule Brenner. Boss Hog comes in. Luke knows he's going to strip mine hazard. A prisoner likes hog suit. Hey, that's a fat suit there. <laughs> what you some type of pimp? <laughs> Every time he delivers a line in this scene, he exits with some sound effect. Golden dumpster. Boss Hog neatly gives them exposition about his entire plan. Bad guy plans position. Can't mind the farm. County won't let him, so need to have a public hearing. He's going to do it during the race, so everyone's distracted by sleight of hand and misdirection. There needs to be a public hearing, but Boss Hog is going to hold it during the rally so no one can object. We get the entire plot liftoff explained to us. And I feel like they ruined plot liftoff for this movie instead of it happening. I think this fight got canceled. You got to grow the fingernails out and pop some fingernail polish on the bitches. <laughs> They're headed to the Georgia work farm. And I wondered, is this the prequel to Fled? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, shit. We never make it there. Yo, B, you need to pop a feather in the hat, yo. Then your manholes will be having more respect for you. Zah! <laughs> I gave him the Kathy Bates Background Acting Award. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. That's a new award we got to do. <laughs> I have $100 right here for whoever knocks that loudmouth son of a bitch out. Thank you. Now, break some rocks for me, boys. Some guy does it immediately, and I said, oh, feels racist. Yep. He's a white guy, too. And then that guy says, don't you know you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day? Trailer. Golden dumpster. Next day, being transported in a cop car. Bo asked if they could catch him in a chase. Here's me. You're caught already. They make fun of him for having no balls. He guns it. You want to see balls? <laughs> you got to clip horrible bosses too yeah. when they go to see Kevin Spacey. <laughs> and do you want to know why? No, not really. Because you have no balls. I see. Okay. And your fathers had no balls. You were all a product of generations of ballless men who were either too weak or too frightened to stand up and take what was theirs. And one day you will pass on your empty, shriveled sacks to your own pitiful offspring. I can't hear a goddamn thing. What is he talking about? Our, our nut sack. How did that come up? Cops see Daisy pulled over by the side of the road. They get distracted. Oh, same note, too. Some KFB here. Oh, you need a napkin to eat them drumsticks, boy. Boy. He crashes into the parked car in front of him. Rear end this guy. What seems to be the problem, sugar? These cops are horny. Straight out of the trailer. Yeah. I think something bounced up into my undercarriage. That's from the trailer. I remember that for sure. I'm new in town. I got something in my undercarriage. Would you give me a hand? The partner is telling the driver of the car that they hit that he stopped him because his taillight stopped me. Sir, you hit me. That's because your taillight's out. We couldn't see you break. I laughed. I thought that was funny. That's a good pivot. Good liar. Oh, yeah, put him on the liars <laughs> list. <laughs> Other cop walks over. Daisy flirts with him. He burns his hand on the radiator cap. She takes her shirt off. Horny. Oh, my God. He's ass off, too. Horny asshole. They both kneel down. Her car starts. She says they have the magic touch. She drives off. They get back in the cop car. They're arguing over who she wanted. And the keys aren't in the ignition. Nope. And the guys aren't in the back. Nope. They pull up next to the cops in the General Lee with the girls in the back and drop the handcuffs out. That was quick, man. How'd they get out? By the hand. Misdirection. I don't know. Well, I'm assuming the girls 
Well, like, how did they get the keys? The girls pulled up, opened the door, unlocked their handcuffs, got them in the car. Everyone gets back into the car. They back up so they can pull up next to the cop car again. Yeah. It's a long walk. Yeah. Real long walk. Y'all think you can catch me now? And LaGrange starts playing by ZZ Top. He speeds and just through Atlanta. Cops start chasing him. He crashes between two of them. Keeps it moving. Get skinny. I don't know if you noticed, but Atlanta looks suspiciously like San Francisco. What? Yeah. I was going to say earlier that it was pretty funny when they drove up onto the campus of SF State. <laughs> that was a good joke. Where's the highway? I don't know. Don't you have a map? 20 CB. He's trying to navigate using a good old fashioned road map. Right when he says he knows exactly where they are, the map gets blown away. We get a turn left. My left is your left joke. So, girls, how's the back seat? Whew. I haven't had this much fun since you and I snuck up to the hayloft in your barn. I haven't had this much fun since our exposition just should have been called hours ago. Luke's shaking his head. You remember those tight little outfits you used to make me wear? I was pissed. This is a ass off stare from. Sean William Scott here. Oh, this is a big time ass off moment for him. With an ass on moment coming back his way. Luke didn't know how to tell him. Katie thought he was okay with it. He's driving faster and faster without flinching. And Luke starts panicking. Look at the road, Bo. They stole this from Too Fast, Too Furious. He throws it in reverse. He whips around. He causes the cops to crash into each other. Ozzy says, I think I'm going to chanda. That means vomit. Exposition. Zach, is that an actual term they use? I've heard that before. Yeah. Chanda? Yeah, Chanda. We come from the land on Chanda. A lot of this is squealing tires and Johnny making faces. A lot of the scene. Is this banter, all this talking that they're doing during the chase? Yes, absolutely. KFB. Not KFB. <laughs> Bo is mocking the things Johnny said about the situation. Johnny says it's because he would faint when he saw her. I don't faint. He had called her a loser. He says he was depressed. I was trying to make him feel better. The Aussie wants out. And holy fuck. The wig that this stunt driver has in the wide shot of the roundabout pick. <laughs> oh my God. What's going on there? <laughs> Yo, that this guy wearing glasses. Is it <laughs> I think so. Driving glasses. Johnny says his best driving. He's seen Bo do. Don't kiss my ass. They're drifting around a roundabout. There's some incredible green screen effects happening for the in-car shots, by the way incredibly bad lighting. You're being ridiculous, Bo. Life is ridiculous, Katie. Call back. What's the purpose of this circle? They're stuck in it. He finally gets out. Bo wants an apology for stealing Katie. Johnny refuses. You made your peace with God yet, Luke? Because you're, you're about, about to meet, meet your, your maker. maker. We had a good time. I'm not going to apologize for that. Just then, they jump off a ramp onto the freeway. And everyone in this car is ass on as they all scream. Particularly Australia. Johnny finally apologizes. Bo says he'll take the Aussie. And that's when she taps Johnny on the shoulder and says, that was fun. Now, uh -oh. what? Why does she want to fuck Johnny Knoxville? He didn't do shit this because moment. Because Katie been talking about that dick the whole time. Mm -hmm. no, yeah, 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 yeah. He's just got it. He's just got these pheromones that everyone, even that guy on the campus was into. Mm -hmm. Hogs already on the radio saying mighty fine plan. As Johnny tells Jesse over the radio about the courthouse. Why are they using CB radio? Why aren't they using phones? Because it's the South and it's still the 20 CB. He just called Jesse with a cell phone five seconds ago. We don't know that Jesse has good access to a cell phone. We know he's got a CB radio. I won't lie. I was kind of waiting for you guys to do the 
horrible bosses. Oh, let's just use our phones to make a record what? of everything that we say and do. Do you where watch we are the fucking the news? Hey, Obama, I'm, I'm breaking into my yeah, own office. It's just the three of us doing this, not us in the I NSA, you, you dipshit. Jesse and Wonder Woman are tied up. You lay one hand on them, I'm going to shove an apple in your mouth and my foot up your ass. KFB. Well, you bring the mint jelly. We'll make it a party. KFB. It's finger licking good. Oh, that's a golden dumpster, man. That is a great retort by Burt Reynolds. Well, you bring the mint jelly. We'll make it a party. Hog says stay out of hazard. They say Hog's never gone this far before. <laughs> you ready to go that far? <laughs> Cousin, I'm always ready to go that far. <laughs> They're talking about sex, guys. They stop at Farva's. That's the best slide whistle I've done in months. They're leaving the girls there. That was really good. They say, but this is the guy who got caught drinking out of the toilet in the girls' bathroom, and he comes out pantless with a vest and a net. Yeah. Katie Johnson, is that you? You filled out real nice. You filled out real nice, too, Sheeve. Banter. He's horny and going to put a stew on. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's still plenty of meat on that bone. Now you take this home, throw it in a pot, add some broth, a potato. Baby, you got a stew going. He's got the dirtiest fucking draws ever, man. Like the, the tidy whities that are definitely a long way away from white. Hog calls Enos to tell him they're at the Duke place. He told Enos where they were because Enos told the Dukes. Evil and the Dukes. Young Frank Dukes. <laughs> That's the Dukes, man. The time he tried to fix the rodeo. Evil plans physician. Tried to spread rumors about mad cow disease so his chicken factories make a little more profit. Yeah. It was Enos. It's a good scam, Boss Hog. I can see why you're so successful. Daisy shows up to Enos's work in a leather trench coat, oh takes it God. off to show her bikini. My note here, more a mean misogyny. Gets real close to him. He immediately gives up the info. That might be a new record. And then he breaks the fourth wall. Why? Because he busted a nut. Yeah, he came. Oh. He wanted us to know about it. Daisy tells Johnny on the phone about them at the farm. Bo sees Prickett and his crew driving down the road thinks he can help them. He don't care about a hazard. He's getting paid to be here. Bo says, you're wrong. He's from here. So he skids to a stop, blocks the road, tells Billy about the strip mining. Now hold your horses. Who's stripping? Who's stripping? And then he laughs with Pepto Horniman. They're fucking loving that joke. He's playing you. Prickett already knows about this. Hate to break it to you, Bobo. It's a shithole. If it wasn't a strip mine, it'd be a strip mall. Like one of them outlets with reduced prices. He really does look like Sam Rockwell here. No. The way he laughs. They don't even have an Outback Steakhouse down here. Am I right? Right as pie, Billy. Look at the Brad side, Bobo. At least you didn't have to race me today. Because I would have left that little... Tonka toy you drive at the start and strap. Tonka. I immediately thought of, ah, that means Uber lies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same note too. Also, <laughs> Pepto Horniman says Tonka in the background. Tonka. Off screen kind of little ad lib from a man. Bingo. Pepto. Tonka. Bo wants to fight. Johnny stops him. You want to ride this stag? You want to rodeo with this clown? <laughs> Indeed. Bo tells Johnny that Uncle Jesse is old and he's had a good run. So if he passes, God have mercy on his soul. We get the farm. I'm just playing with you. Let's go get him. They sneak up to the farm in a loud ass engine and bright orange car with a Confederate flag on the roof. Scooter and Daisy will take care of the rest. They're doing donuts in the front yard, hooting and hollering. Daisy's hiding in the fridge, which also has a secret panel. Cooter what? drops a ladder down from the attic or some shit. I need a diagram of this farmhouse. This is some fucking Home Alone shit right here. The whole screen is covered up in the dust they stirred up. As it clears, there are 13. 
13 cop cars surrounding them? 13? Maybe. Wow. How does Hazard County have this kind of resources? What is this? CGI city? <laughs> narrator. Want to go to the bathroom now would be the wrong time. Oh my God. <laughs> Thanks, narrator. I didn't know we had so many pigs on the farm. How is there this much movie left? Donuts again and kicking rocks up at the cop cars. I call this painting the fence. The rocks break the cop car windows. They destroy these cop cars. Literally like a machine gun. Just lighting up these cars. I think you missed the spot. They crashed through. Now we got to chase through the countryside. Roscoe comes back to find that Jesse and Pauline have escaped, and he's late for the courthouse. Barbara and the girls show up to the rally. He has a bullhorn. And an armadillo helmet. Attention! Attention, good people of Hazard! Life as we know it is about to end. As we speak, dark forces are conspiring to strip out our land. Follow me to the courthouse, and we'll save you! <laughs> Yeah, right, Chief. Last year, the CIA was brainwashing our cows. Get a job, man. Take this! I laugh, man. I gotta say. I laugh, too. Golden Dumpster. I love Farva in this scene. He's great. <laughs> Come on, let's go. There's so little charisma in this. It's already defeated. I think it's so funny the way he tries to deliver these lines. I don't know where... This is in the timeline, but this armadillo helmet is a contender for a CT5 hat. Damn right it is. Oh, wait. Is this eligible? Isn't it? Welcome to Cinephobe, I guess. Update your rankings that we haven't made yet. Where does it go? He hasn't made them yet. <laughs> Steve jogs back and grabs one of the hot dogs that they threw at him and eats it, and the crowd is disgusted. <laughs> They're so disgusted. Like Amin and I watching the hot dog eating contest. The hot dog. <laughs> on the radio. Cops firing at the Dukes. Yeah, Johnny wants to drive. No way. I'm still hoping to survive this thing. So Johnny starts firing an arrow, a fire arrow at the cop car, and it flies off the road. And holy fuck. All right, you guys. I need you to zoom into the upper right of the picture I just said. Uh-huh. Because the literal crash test dummy that is in a cop uniform <laughs> driving this car as it explodes, it goes off. <laughs> Zach, I think you'd have a photograph of the bye-bye man. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> fucking lost it at this <laughs> are you kidding me this is incredible <laughs> that's an actual crash test dummy <laughs> time to head to the hearing they're heading for a barn door boat pops it up on two wheels like he's d-rod simon says drive on two wheels no nope. can't say simon says cops don't make it through the barn he does. Farva tells them nobody listened to them heading into town. They threw hot dogs at us. ACDC on the soundtrack. Playing the key. Did you tell him about the strip mine? Of course I did. Were you wearing an armadillo helmet? No. Moment of silence. The girls shake their heads. Johnny says time for plan B. Narrator, when you're flying by the seat of your pants, nothing sounds more official than a plan B. <laughs> Wait a second. Same <laughs> note two. Johnny jumps from the speeding car. He hides as the cops speed by. Bo's going to get them to the courthouse. Emergency hearing's now in session. Judge wants to know where everybody is, and Roscoe and the dog are there. They've got until noon. It's time for the rally. We finally get our daisy chain link activated with Joe Don Baker. <laughs> this is easily the latest one we've had. Governor James P. Applewhite. Boss Hogg introduces him to the crowd. He welcomes everybody to the 70th annual Hazard Road Rally. Start the engines. Everybody's revving. Billy wants a couple pina coladas waiting for him at the finish line. And we're off. Governor is chestnutting a hot dog. We hear tires screeching, the Dixie horn, and Bo has led the police chase onto the track. 
And Burt Reynolds, in his frustration and amazement, is completely ass off. Oh, my God. This guy. As if he hadn't locked it up already. But holy shit. Yeah. He's thinking about what he's going to do to Roscoe. <laughs> we get newscast position about the orange car entering the race. Is the same one that tore up Atlanta this morning. That made the news, huh? Paul Soder with the spray tan. <laughs> Trying to subdue the car known as the General Lee. Well, General Lee speaking, I'd say those cops are in for a pretty tough time. I'm Rick Shakely. Yeah. Back to you. Hog orders everybody to shut down the road to the courthouse. Cooter and Daisy hear that, and they need to clear path. Cooter. And now for something completely different. Do we want to do something funny here, or we just, let's just go. Are we leaving all this in? No, we're not. We'll leave all this in. No, it's, this is. Why not? Because it's not good. It's not funny. It's literally us trying to cue this thing up. I might put that in. I think people would appreciate it. I might put in a mean saying. <laughs> How bad it is. And that's it. <laughs> we have a stupid job. It's really dumb. Stupid heart, the stupid brain. Regular Einstein. Billy Prickett checks in on some Celine Dion tickets. Of course he wants to go backstage. Don't be dumb. That's how calm he is. Bo Duke is passing race cars. So are the cops. They run one racer off the road into a creek. A crick. Crick. Crick, yeah. Bo is driving his ass off, by the way. Yeah. He's phenomenal. He's a really good driver. Or the stuntman with the... Wig hat. With the glasses on. And all he's got to do is beat out these crash test dummies. Mm -hmm. Boss Hog can't find his car. Somebody must have moved it. Sheriffs decide to start shooting at Bo. That seems reckless. Against protocol. I legit felt like I missed something. I thought this was a hard rain situation <laughs> where the cops are actually like evil and they're in on a heist or something. Yeah. I didn't realize. Nope. This is just run of the mill. Just shoot to kill, man. Yep. This guy's in a car race, so we might as well kill him. Boss Hog is wearing a corduroy cream suit. It's great. Off-white. Bo wants to know where Johnny is. He's the one who stole Boss Hog's car. How about that? And he's ramming cops. With Uncle Jesse. Bo can't get past these cops. Finally rams them into each other. Turns them around and upside down like a washing machine. Clip it, Maze Gator. Gator turns fans upside down like they in a crazy washing machine. Swerving all over the road like Brad Wesley. Gator's bitches better be wearing rubber. <laughs> or Jimmy had something calls. Jesse's with Johnny. He takes some moonshine to the dome, lights some moonshine Molotov cocktail, tosses it at the cops. That's probably a crime. Oh, here we go. What do you call a farmer with a sheep under each arm? What? Playboy. Molotov. Johnny Knoxville's laugh to that entirely ass on <laughs> this car is nothing but ass on and moonshine my man uncle jesse now he's going full stand-up he's rat-a-tat-tatting these yeah. awful one-liner jokes you know why divorce is expensive no do you have a punchline do you have a punchline <laughs> did we lose him <laughs> he's gone oh i'm sorry because they're worth it oh yeah because yeah. they're worth it <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm here. You know what you get when you cross a donkey with an onion? I said no. it. Do you not hear me? You get a piece of ass that'll bring a tear to your eye. Hello? I can hear you now. Hello? I mean, yeah. Let's just keep talking over him. <laughs> Jesse radios Debo to take it home. Coast is clear. Cops have the road to the courthouse blocked, though. So now it's time for Daisy to distract them and Cooter to tow the cars or some shit. I don't know. Is she the only hot woman in Georgia? Well, in Hazard. Well, actually, no, because Luke's hooking up with all the other ones. Yeah, she's the only one that Luke maybe hasn't banged. Maybe he's doing a lot of work in that sense. Yeah, there's a heavy lift there on maybe, but yeah. And also, let's be real. Like, them other ones are not. They're not on Daisy's level. Let's just start there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Respectfully. Katie and the Australian. That'll erase the misogyny. But the other part of this that's kind of weird is the idea that 
all these cops and all these people that she seduces, like they've never seen a hot girl before. Their reaction every single time is like my man from Don't Be a Menace. My milk of magnesia. When the devil made you, he broke the mold. <laughs> and clearly they see her around town, around the county. Like, everyone knows who she is. She works at the thing. They just can't help themselves. I think she's got witchy powers. She's putting all these men under her spell. Mm. Witchy, witchy. Wow, wow, Wes. Witchy, witchy, wow. She had the gift of magic. Boots are made for walking time. Are you ready, Boots? start to follow until a female officer tells her tough shit fix your own car so i paused it right when he's talking to them initially and this first main cop is extremely horny and smiling his ass off yeah but the female cop is scowling her ass off in the background oh yeah from the beginning yeah the one that pops out and then she comes around and tells him what the hell are you doing she's the only one not under her spell bo keeps flying by these racers now he's on prickett's ass now they're rubbing. Crate and paint. Bad trash talk. They hit the final stretch. Hey, Billy. He's playing with me. I want him tested for steroids. Oh, wins. But the driving keeps going, guys. Everyone is now following them. It's 1145. Bo is wooing so hard. That road better be shut down tighter than a Texas. Oh, bucket of KFB. KFB. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to take your order. It's finger licking good. Judge is reading the newspaper. Stenographer is typing down the banter with Roscoe. Don't write that down. Daisy tells Bo they're not all clear. Cooter says, Bo, I think we're going to have to shoot the moon. Then they got Idris Elba to come out and take aim and pulls up with his tow truck, drops the back of the tow. And Bo and Prickett are still battling. Prickett chickens out on hitting the ramp and Bo goes flying over the barricade. Slow-mo shot. Is that Toots Steelman's harmonica here in the distance? I believe it is. Bo made it, but tells Johnny he doesn't know how anybody else will. Johnny's going to ram the cops, so he goes Jerome Bettis on that barricade, and we get a give me your goddamn driver's license. What license? He's ass on. I don't care what you guys say. He locked it up with that line delivery. Him and Willie Nelson combined in that car is... I mean, Willie's pretty bad. But Willie's not an actor. Well, I guess Johnny's not either. Never mind. Either of them. Are. Yeah, I know. Anyway. And Jessica Simpson, also not an actress. I don't think she's that bad in this. She's fine. I'm just saying. Mayhaps. No. 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 We're not nope. doing this shit. <laughs> the producers nope. It's not funny. Made. I cut that entire bit out of fucking Men in Black 2. Don't bring it oh, back. No. <laughs> no. Wow. Good for you. Wow. Wow. Get him out of here. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Mayhaps you shouldn't be such a bitch. I mean, how about that? <laughs> what, what makes you a bitch? <laughs> what the hell? Roscoe votes to approve the strip mining doors locked with his nightstick. How did they not notice the door was locked? 
The judge is like, who locked that door? I'm like, you don't have the bailiffs or nothing, man. I mean, it's Roscoe, the dog, or the stenographer. Which one of them had a police-issued nightstick? <laughs> Chief burst through in his armadillo hat. Yeah, he sure does. Oh, man, that's going to hurt tomorrow. Everybody else votes nay. Johnny tosses the keys to Boss Hog, says, might be a little low on gas. It's stupid fucking kid asked Boss Hog if he was going to strip mine hazard. Yes, bingo. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Cops rush in to cuff the Dukes. That's when Daisy puts the governor on live TV on the spot to make a statement. She calls the Dukes the heroes of Hazard County. The crowd applauds and he rolls with it. As you know, I've always been a great friend of the environment and these boys, they're environmental heroes. Moreover, as governor... I hereby pardon these boys of any and all offenses against the great state of Georgia. Go dogs! Hey, Governor, I want to thank you for pardoning me, too. Huh? Pardon you for what? For this. Oh! Cobra, Cobra formula. formula. Bitch. Awful shot of a punch by Jesse to Boss Hog's <laughs> face. You know what? I take it back, Jesse. Ass on. <laughs> Burt Reynolds' reaction even couldn't save how bad the punch was. Governor pardons him too. What the hell? Daisy gives the Dukes the trophy for the rally, and we get some narrator again. Yes, one last time. The day has been saved, as they say. Hazard was put back the way it was. Boss Hog had some splaining to do. And the Dukes got their farm back and celebrated with a good old-fashioned pig-picking barbecue. Cooter tries to get Daisy to sing. I only sing in the shower. I'll, I'll get, get the, the water, water running. running. Oh, let's get Uncle Jesse to do it. Good idea. Pauline thinks she knows where he is. Smoke coming out of the barn. This is fog machine levels of smoke. Oh, my God. And Uncle Jesse emerges with his eyes as red as the devil's dick. This is the quicksand and Simon says that's just <laughs> a little dirt on a pool. Chief and the governor were also in there. The governor wants a chocolate hot dog. <laughs> a BBC. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Johnny's kissing Katie in the backseat in a field. Ozzy is kissing on Bo, who is just sweet talking the car. I swear you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Come on, I swear. I would really like to give you a bath later. Clean you up real nice. Would you like that? Mmm, I'd like that. <laughs> She's great. See, they could have done that. Instead of having the Aussie get horny for Johnny, they could have had her get horny for both for the driving earlier. And then that would have set this up. Instead, just out of nowhere... We're just supposed to assume that some tension, like he's been a bingo this entire time. Uh, all of a sudden. Oh, boy. All of a sudden. Not a lot of subtlety on that one. Also, <laughs> film noir talking to the car, not the girl. Huh. Then there's a knock on the window with the gun. Oh, it's Lori. The girl Johnny was fucking from the, the beginning, beginning of the movie. movie. You guys are unfuckable. <laughs> Luke says, go, Bo, go. Go, bingo, go. Luke, you man whore. She chases him. See y'all later. Roll credits with Willie Nelson singing the theme song, but we get some unfunny in credits bloopers. The unfunniest. The only funny part was when Jodon Baker said that Jessica Simpson always breaks when he looks at her tits. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to talk about misogyny. <laughs> that was just some good old boys. <laughs> Never meaning no harm. Mr. Sogeny. Thank goodness. <laughs> Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. 
we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Who cares if you lose the game? You got this off your chest. I mean, it's just one night of bar trivia. Ooh. One night of bar trivia is sacrosanct us. Trivia is sacrosanct. The original Dukes, Tom Wopat, John Schneider, and Catherine Bach were all offered cameos in this movie. All three declined because they had read the screenplay and hated it. Damn. Sean William Scott openly regretted making the film. While most critics say it was too crude compared to the original, Scott actually felt that an R rating would have, quote, allowed me, Johnny, and Jay to make a more enjoyable film. Mays mentioned the original cast of Dukes of Hazzard was offered cameos. They didn't want to do it. Guess who else got offered roles? They wanted Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller to do it, just like they did Starsky and Hutt. And again, they read the script and said, Thanks, but no thanks. Wow. Because they felt it did not pay tribute to the original series as Starsky and Hutch did. Yeah, a lot of casting failures in this one. Danny McBride expressed interest in the role of Roscoe P. Coltrane until he read the script. Jesus. And disapproved (laughs) of the character's new portrayal. Jessica Simpson beat out Britney Spears, Mandy Moore, and Jessica Biel for the role of Daisy Duke. Oh, Jessica Biel would have been beat out. (laughs) Paul Walker and Ashton Kutcher were considered to play the Duke boys. John Goodman and Danny DeVito turned down the role of Boss Hogg. Then they also said that Anthony Anderson was considered to play Boss Hogg, which is... Anthony Anderson? Quite a different... Yeah, I don't understand that one. Oh, racist. Dolly Parton was offered the role of Pauline, according to Jessica Simpson, but turned it down. That went to Wonder Woman. During the bar fight, Bo tells Luke not to hit a character named A.J. Foyt IV. We thought it was a NASCAR driver. Well, it is. Turns out... A.F. Foyt was a character in the Cannonball Run, another Burt Reynolds movie. Yeah. Which is named after A.J. Foyt, the driver. So nobody wanted to do this movie, by the way. That's what I'm gathering. Exactly. According to Kevin Heffernan, the role of Billy Prickett was initially offered to Matthew McConaughey. A young Eli Roth was offered 250 grand to make this movie after the success of Cabin Fever. Bizarre. But turned it down to make his own movie, Hostel, at the behest of Quentin Tarantino. Obviously the right choice. Yeah, that worked out. Ben Jones, who played Cooter on the TV series, hated this movie primarily because the series was a family (laughs) show and the movie was borderline R-rated for sexual content and language. The film is on the film critic Roger Ebert's most hated list. 26 Dodge Chargers were used in this film. Several 1968 and 70 Chargers were converted to look like 69 Chargers. Only one Hemi Charger was used. The rest were 440s, 383s, and a few small block 318s. Two Dodge Chargers were purchased for a total of $2. After the film was completed, they'd be sold back to the original owner for $1.25 apiece. What? Sean William Scott said in an interview that Johnny Knoxville would flash his genitals at him on an almost daily basis. You can see some of that in the blooper reel. Yeah. Do you think it was the brain or the goat? I think it's Batwing. Batwing for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing the Batwing right now. Willie Nelson is the only cast member to reprise his role in the 2007 made for TV prequel. Did you sit a pope? Question mark. <laughs> Daisy Chain, you coward. Zach's doing the bat wing right now. <laughs> gotcha, Boogie. Gotcha, bitch. I'm gonna kick you in the ass. <laughs> Early on in the film, Bo gets angry at a bar patron for questioning whether or not he sleeps with his cousin Daisy. In the original pilot episode of the series, One Arm Bandits, 
During their first scene together, Bo tells Daisy that he would marry her if they weren't cousins. To which she responds how being related hasn't stopped other cousins in the family from marrying each other. I can't believe Tony Medley didn't fucking do this movie. Man, <laughs> aside from the voluptuous Jessica Simpson, this movie had... Oh my God, he would have come all over himself. <laughs> he would have been so horny. Come all over his hood. His undercarriage. I'd like you all to do an experiment <laughs> on a plant, something that uh, may benefit mankind. And if you would devise something that... Groundbreaking... I guarantee you a A in this course. Oh, well, well, hold on, man. You firing me? You can't, you can't do that, Lionel. Look, man, if you, if you don't want me to have a foreman job, I understand, but I need my fucking job, man. Louis Pinnock Accent Award. We said that Knoxville was from Tennessee, yeah. so he's probably not doing one. So there's Stifler. There's Keckner. I think Keckner's is good. Well, that's not that far from his voice. Okay. It's a combination of... Southern people using their actual voices. What about Farva? Because Farva's not Southern and he puts on a Southern accent, doesn't he? Sure. I still think it's Sean William Scott. Well, what do we say he's from? He's from Minnesota? Yes. Uh, and he stuck with it. Sometimes. Because Johnny Knoxville, who's from the South, did not stick with it. I don't know what <laughs> happened to his voice throughout this thing. Let's show me who the horsemen are, guys. Yeah, we got soul. Horseman, a little Kentucky Fried Banter, a little KFB, got some yee-hawings, got some hooting and hollering. Hooting and hollering. Got some narration and some drifting. I've got some J's for horny. <laughs> <laughs> Mace was so bad I didn't have a problem with that. Horny. <laughs> got narrator exposition. I got bad guy plans position. Hooting and hollering and yee-hawing or... Kind of similar, but I think it's KFB. I think KFB is going to... KFB is the accurate one. Hooting and hollering just makes me laugh. <laughs> the hollering, I get it's the hooting. I don't understand. You know? Breathe. In through nose. Out the mouth. Ass on. Ass off. Teddy Rex. Moosey Teddy Rex. Teddy Rex. Moosey Teddy Rex. Ass on. Fucking ass off. Ass on. Fucking ass off. Michael Bean Memorial Ass On Award. We just talked about it quite a bit, but yeah, it's pretty much between Willie Nelson and Johnny Knoxville. That last punch did it. <laughs> Punched his ticket into Ass On, if you ask me. <laughs> that last Cobra formula? <laughs> Everyone in the sorority was Ass On. It's just because you didn't see any gratuitous. That's why. But I, I just hit cheeks, so that's, that was good. <laughs> Jesus. The Australian was Ass On. But yeah, no, Willie Nelson with the Cobra formula, definitely. The Cobra formula, the type five. <laughs> the stand-up routines. The type five. <laughs> I mean, goodness. Who's doing more material? Willie Nelson as Uncle Jesse or Dane Cook in Simon Says? Oh, God. That's a great question. I think it's Dane Cook, but I'm not certain. I don't know. Dude, Uncle Jesse doesn't have a single line that's not stand-up, man. Yeah. You can check Uncle Jesse at the Chuckle Hut this weekend. <laughs> two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show on Sunday. Carl Weathers Memorial Ass Off Award. I had Sean William Scott. He's actually pretty good. Burt Reynolds and David Koechner. Those are the big three for me. I'm going to go Burt. I have three ass-off citations in this entire movie. Two of them were Burt Reynolds, 
and the third is the winner of the inaugural Kathy Bates Background Dancing Award. <laughs> background Acting Award, excuse me. <laughs> it's Burt Reynolds. But do we have the next Jim Carrey? Is it again Johnny Knoxville? Can it be Johnny Knoxville three years later? I think it kind of was. Or is it Jessica Simpson? No, I don't think anybody thought she was going to break out as an actress. This is her film debut, though, and she was red hot, dude. What about this guy for ass off? I just sent him to the chat. <laughs> the crash <laughs> The crash dummy. dummy. I believed him. I believed him. Look, I thought he was driving. He crashed. He crashed. He tested. He gets one more scene, and I think he locks this thing up. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it's Burt. Lock it up. That's sex. You're good at keeping secrets? Absolutely. Because I've got a, a present for you. Secret present outside by the dumpster. Is it a baseball mitt? To fit you, like... Baseball mitt, like a glove. I hope. Golden Dumpster nominees. Damn it, we are high-powered Japanese executives. We work hard and we play even harder while covered in soot and blackface. Actually, we prefer Appalachian Americans. The prisoner winner of the inaugural Kathy Bates Award talking about Boss Hog's suit and giving him advice. Big ah. nail polish. Pop fingers. <laughs> she even an armadillo helmet with a bullhorn talking to the crowd and then throwing hot dogs at him. I also have Sheev saying, am I wearing a lab coat? I already got product placement. What am I supposed to steal casserole? Yahoo. 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 And, oh, don't you know you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day? Don't you know you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day? I'll go first. It's Kathy Bates, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just for clarification, not Kathy Bates in this movie. It's the guy who wins the Kathy Bates Award. Yeah. And the reason why is in my mind's eye. He did those lines, but he added the extra shit at the end for like affecting. Like that wasn't in the script. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm going to put some extra on it. <laughs> my golden dumpster is going to be she even an armadillo helmet with a bullhorn talking to the crowd. My golden dumpster is going to be. You lay one hand on them, I'm going to shove an apple in your mouth and my foot up your ass. Well, you bring the mint jelly. We'll make it a party. Well, I mean, you picked it, motherfucker. Motherfucker. I like that. Overfile. Oof. Yeah. Like I said, I thought we were going to get Starsky and Hutch. I thought that was the kind of movie we were going to get. Uh -huh. I was ready. I, I wanted some cheap laughs. Some ridiculousness, poking fun at obviously campy show. Didn't get any of that. I got one good acting performance from Burt Reynolds. Oddly enough, the Broken Lizard guys weren't funny. Paul Soder was kind of funny with the dumb pun. Yeah, the same car from Atlanta. I mean, just, I can live with bad writing. I can live with bad acting. I thought they would be doing their own thing within the movie. They'd be funny, but they just kind of did a lazy version of Super Troopers. Yeah, Farva was okay. Farva was all right, but it, even that was subpar, subpar part jessica simpson was outstanding to look at necessary but even she couldn't save it sorry this is gonna be a phobe for me boys a phobe and an apology i'm sorry for picking this movie wow yeah wow maze <laughs> i can't believe you talk about me apologizing that was fucking Haley's comment right there <laughs> Well, it has been like 200 years. Of 20CB? <laughs> that is the 20 <laughs> Do people know what Haley's Comet is? I don't think so. I just made the reference. I was like, I don't know if that's a thing for people. That shit was such a big deal, bro. Yeah. When Haley's Comet came by, oh my God, man. I've never seen even a minute of the TV show. Really? Oh, really? Man. Love the TV show. I guess he's too young. Reruns? I don't know if 
seeing the TV show would help at all, but no. judging by the reaction of the original cast, I'm going to guess no. The plot of this movie is up there with some of the dumbest we've ever seen. It's one of the dumbest plot liftoffs. Oh, we planted a still in your barn. Oh, you don't have your farm anymore. What? Like, there's no conversation about it. I guess Boss Hog owns the town, but he's not nearly as threatening as Brad Wesley, for example. No, no, no. Let it get richer. I'm not scared of Boss Hog. I'm the one that brought J.C. Penny to Hazard <laughs> County. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a different story. Johnny Knoxville's horrendous. Uncle Willie Nelson is fucking terrible. Uncle Willie Nelson. Uncle Willie Nelson. <laughs> There's a shit ton of uh, racing and car stuff, I guess, that might also be cool, but that doesn't appeal to me at all either. It's really a boring waste of time. Phobe, Zach. Love the TV show as a kid. Big fan. Love the theme song. I like Sean William Scott. I like Jessica Simpson. I like Johnny Knoxville. I like David Koechner. I like Burt Reynolds. I like MC Gain. Like I like the whole cast. They fucked it up, man. We can sweep that red. That is a phobe. I am very disappointed in this movie. I think what Amin was saying about the Broken Lizard guys not even being able to save it, they didn't write it. I know, but I just thought, man. And they didn't get to do R-rated. So I feel like they got attached to this movie. I don't know, man. Come on. Like, Jay Sean just ah, can do it. Like, he can. <laughs> Here's the deal. They didn't write it, but at some point, the person who wrote this movie or one of them said, hey, what if we had a Super Troopers thing with the campus police? Yeah. That was their opportunity to take ownership of that part and actually make it funny. Yeah. And I get it. It's PG-13, but like not every joke they had was like gratuitous or, you know, cussing or whatever. They could have found a way. I feel like they just took the money and were like, look, man, they don't want to let us do this our way, so we'll just mail it in. They took the money and they made beer fest the next year and i think that's fine yeah you know if that's what it took fine make sure you're sending us your plot liftoff your lewis pinnock award your kathy bates award your five horsemen your <laughs> michael bean ass on ass off your jim carrey or jade carrey your next jim carrey your golden dumpster and your phobe or file at talk hoops at darth Amin, at corn puzzle at count the dings Make sure you sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash count the dings because we got CT5s coming up. We got rewatchingtons. You want to discuss it all. You want to support the podcast. Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade. You're next, I believe. Well, hold on. Is this the first time Zach hasn't assumed that he's next? When it's my turn, yes. It's literally never my turn. Except when it is. It's such bullshit. It's never my turn. We just did Congo. Uh, I mean, that was weeks ago. And at the end of the Congo episode, he wondered if it was his turn. <laughs> I thought it was such a good pick that it should have been. I think if I do a good pick, I get to go back to back. Lord knows that's not likely. He admits it. Well, I stared... Long and hard at <laughs> the Burt Reynolds yes. back catalog. It was very tempting, but I think this is the beginning of a beautiful daisy chain. What? Here's looking at you out cold. Wow. Oh, finally. Man. David Kegner taking us to Casablanca in the mountains. No, it's not Casablanca. Why is it Casablanca? I'm just hoping that all the bingos have been demanding this. Okay. I've never seen it. 
I barely remember it. I've seen a couple of parts of it here and there, but I really don't know what this movie's about. Casablanca. Uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.